The boys are back in town. Welcome back Whoa. to Deadlock, episode number 57. Ski-o. We are back Ski-o. in the mix again. WWE Whoa. Clash of Champions just Whoa. went here, boys. I don't care. What are you talking <laughs> about? Roman Reigns didn't wear a shirt. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's that was it. pretty sweet. No, what do you mean? Sami Zayn, dude. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Clash of Champions today. We're going to be talking about TNA Impact, the debut of Christian Cage on television. Christian. Yes. Spike TV, that baby. Was, uh, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And AEW Dynamite, of course. So let's talk about some deadlock updates here. We got a couple of things I wanted to tell you guys about. Of course, oh the God. Stanford Hardcore shirts will be shipping out this week. They're going to start on Monday, and then they will be drippy <gasps> dropped. Let's go! Yeah! Round of applause. Let's go. The nightmare is over. <laughs> well, not yet. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah, I guess not. You're right. There's still a lot of packing that needs to be done, but we are getting hey, there. It is just about there, and hopefully a lot of you will be getting notifications this week. Yes, so check your emails. That's where you'll get them. Uh, yes. Also, we have the New Japan G1 Climax Pick'em still going on. If you guys Ooh. entered that Ooh. on Twitter, we posted about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if yes. you're in that, you can just go to the website and head over to the New Japan G1 Climax Pick'em post and keep up with that. It's updated within 24 hours after every single night of the G1. It is. Uh, it's it's quite the close race now. I've uh, I took a look at it a little bit ago. It's. it's I'm surprised. Game. Yeah, I'm surprised so far. I think it's because the matches so far have been kind of straightforward. We still sure. have a lot of G1 to go. Are you? Are we're not. <laughs> I mean, I I got a, a hint of what the uh, the prizes are. Are we are we keeping that on the down low? Yeah, we'll tell you guys soon. It's coming. It's, it's coming together. <laughs> I I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's coming together. Oh, what we talked about. Yeah, we'll announce yeah, it. We'll uh, announce it here oh soon. Oh my! It's gonna be, it, the people are gonna be kicking themselves for not entering if they didn't. Once we get to the halfway point of the G1, then we'll announce. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, also, we mentioned that we were going to do a giveaway last week for hitting 500 <laughs> ratings on Apple, but we, lied. we had well, we had a lot going on. I mean, David That's Arquette true. and Serpent. Oh my God! It just can't get away from it. That this whole week was just that. That's, so we wanted to make sure that yeah. there was time to do the giveaway where you guys could see it. So yeah, we were just lazy. We're going to do it this upcoming week. Yeah, we're going to just do it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, this past weekend, we did something going to happen live. We did the yeah. DT Elephant Kingdom show. Yeah, Thankfully, we did. That we totally one. did. Tony well, Tony was didn't there. do it because Tony, Tony was in jail. <laughs> that, How was that? Was that all right? Yeah, you are. I mean, you got out pretty quickly. You got out quicker than James did. Yeah, that deadlock money got me out. James, you <laughs> Yeah, the bail money. That's We appreciate you Patreon supporters bailing us out. Thank you so much for that. The show was actually a lot of fun. There was a lot of elephant shit and schmidioras and... Schmidiora. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch it now. It'll be up this, uh, her- hopefully either tomorrow or Tuesday or Wednesday or something. It'll be up early this week. Uh, so check yes. out that VOD when it goes up. We also recorded a new something going to happen. We watched the WCW Triple Cage from Slambury 2000. We wanted to get some more insight on the David Arquette and or Serpentico. So we watched one of his finest moments where he uh, he wrestled in the Triple Cage. Yeah. Who is this guy? I don't know. I I mean uh I mean I, we'll get into it in a minute. You got a little more to talk about. So also, Halloween's coming up. We want to do something fun this year. So cool. we're gonna be doing a pumpkin fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're gonna do what? 
You were right there <laughs> for it. You were right there for it. What the fuck? I said oh, yeah. we're going to do a pumpkin carving contest. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, where yes, we're we going to carve some pumpkins. We're not doing shit. Yeah. Well, I'm entering because you I'm winning. You're right. It's oh, you're Johnny in the, in the pumpkin. I challenge you 1v1. I'm, <laughs> I'm winning is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it is a pumpkin carving contest. The winner will get some kind of crazy-ass prize. We, we, we will let you know that uh, soon. We'll put up an official graphic uh, probably again next week some or maybe a week after that. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a, I mean, we would like deadlock-themed things, so not, you know, you could just do, you know, the deadlock D, that'd be pretty sweet, but uh, anything linked to deadlock, any wrestling stuff in general, or if you just can't think of anything and you just want to do a wrestling a whole, carving thing, uh, that's okay, too. There's a whole bunch of deadlock lore, you got sure. Luther, Serpentico, David, but if you don't, if if we don't, you know, if, if, limit. if you see somebody else, you know, six other people drew Luther on a pumpkin, and if you want to do something else, that's okay, too. <laughs> You can do any wrestling <laughs> thing, really. That would be awesome if everybody did Luther. Yeah, yeah. Just use the other hand to point. But yeah, any uh, wrestling, carving, pumpkin thingy, yes. Yeah, so if you win, you win something really cool. But if you lose, you have to eat the whole fucking pumpkin. You gotta eat it all. <laughs> and you gotta record yourself. <laughs> if you don't think you're gonna win, you can up your chances by sending us a one-minute video of you eating as much pumpkin as you can. <laughs> <laughs> you won't really win, but God, we'd love to see it. It'd be funny as hell. Yeah, it would be. All right, so we just talked about it a minute ago. The Deadlock Patreon at patreon.com forward slash deadlockpw or deadlockpw.com forward slash Patreon. I'm very impressed with how you got that nailed down now. I know. It's like clockwork. I appreciate that. I mean, things are popping off on that Patreon. The numbers are just going up. More content is coming. Now is the time to get in. I agree, especially if you want to see the triple cage match with the guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little cage for guitars. And then, Mike Austin and Ken, you're working an angle in the last 60 seconds while the credits are on the screen. What's going on here? <laughs> this I mean, if you're, a, if you're a $10 patron, you're getting everything. You get everything on the tiers below that. You get all the videos that we've already put up. We've done five something going to happen lives already. So if you, wow. if you sign up for the Patreon $10 tier right now, you get to see all those VODs. Yeah, be sure to check it out because it's fucking dope. Uh, let me give a shout out real quick to the new people we got here. Uh, in yeah. the $1 tier, we had Zanny, Picnic, Blast It, T-Bars, T-Bar. T-Bar? <laughs> T-Bar. $3.69, we had XYZ, Brudda Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> cool. In the $5 tier, we had Nice, Christian, Nato. We had mm, Dude cool. Anderson, Deontay Jenkins, mm, Jinx101, Tyler Swift, hot. and TMA hot. is nice. TNA is nice. TMA. It's different. TNA rules. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? In the $5.01 cent tier, we had Marshall Lanham. What? In the $5.14 cent tier, we had GSR Mac. What? In the $10 tier, we had Bub Rub for real, Miles Jordan Not Muhammad, Twally mm. Vanderwerf, <gasps> Rosenho, mm. Connor Donnelly, Liam Joyce, Jake Liam. Cecile, Jake's, Houston, mm. and Tom Bell. Tommy. In the $10 and one cent tier, we had Jalen Lavelle. Fuck you doing Ooh. in there? In the $10 and <laughs> cent tier, which is an annual tier, <laughs> okay. Donovan Burton. Mm, big Donnie. In the $10 and 69 cent tier, which is not an annual tier, Tyler <laughs> Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. In the $10 and 99 cent tier, not annual, Charles Hintz. You guys fucking do it. <laughs> in the $12 <laughs> tier, these are annual, Parker Stern and Johnny the Shitmonger. <laughs> <laughs> 
bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that, that one was up. Also, you just, there, no, it's there. You put that one in yourself. And then say da 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 da, bitch. Uh, I, like, I don't make these names. They just happen. All right. Yeah. All right. In the sixty dollars tier, we had an annual Easton Seca. Oh, I think you forgot Jizzy Dizzy on that list. <laughs> <laughs> or Cumpulse. Cumpulse. <laughs> Jumbo Combo, Dude, I not, think, was on that list. I'm not taking liberties. There is a $12 <laughs> annual tier called Johnny the Shitmonger. I'm just telling you how it is. I don't make these names. Just All right. Them. I'll In believe you this time. <laughs> The one hog. Johnny the shipmonger, you got me in heat, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> in the $100 here, we had JP Weezy. Wait, what? Yeah, that's not even annual, brother. That means we have a new champion. Whoa! Whoa! New champ! Wait, JP Weezy's back from the ranks? I thought he was retired. He came back for one more match. Whoa. Holy Just when shit. you think he's gone, he comes right back. Congratulations. That is a massive return as well. JP Weezy, uh, your reigning champion once again. I never thought I'd see it. He's back again on his Terry Funk run. This is only his first Terry Funk run, so he's got a couple <laughs> more. Forever. He's going to retire in a month. Yeah, he's Forever. coming back for more. All right, Man. thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate all that support over there. You literally make this stupid fucking show happen. So we <laughs> yeah, all these stupid ass contests and giveaways and all the shit that we do are because of that. So yes. we really appreciate it. Uh, so WWE Clash of Champions happened tonight. Uh, they had a bunch of matches that were supposed to happen and then they didn't. Uh, I don't really know the reasoning why, but whatever the case, they had a tag team women's match that was supposed to be for the titles that got yeah. canceled. And I think that Bailey was supposed to face Nikki Cross. Correct. Yes. And she didn't. She ended up facing Asuka later on. But yeah, hmm. I don't know because I've seen, I mean, obviously you would think it's, you know, a fucking COVID thing, but then there people are saying, no, it's not that like the people themselves. So I don't know what that is. I mean, hopefully it's not that. I mean, I hope that's not true. That would suck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't so really yeah, say a reason. So whatever the case is. Um, yeah. They, they didn't whatever work tonight. Yeah, I don't know if that changed this card up at all or anything like that. Um, I think it just cut that match and then Bailey's opponent changed, but I think everything else was the same. Yeah, I get. Well, I guess yeah, I guess you're right. Probably didn't change it too much. Yeah. Um, the pre-show was supposed to also be different. They changed that up. I think oh, Zelina yeah. Vega and Oscar was supposed to be up. on the kickoff. Yeah, right. that got bumped. That got bumped up to the main show. I guess because the other. I guess because the t women's tag title match got bumped off entirely. Which makes sense. Mm. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So the pre-show was Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, who are currently the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They faced off against Lucha House Party, which is Kalisto and let's say Dorado. Gran Matalik was also out there. I didn't see it. Um, I saw like the butt end of it, so I didn't get to see too much of it either. Um, With all the names involved, I'm sure it was A-OK. -okay. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Grandma Talit's <laughs> fucking cool too, though. Yeah. I wish she. I wish she was working single stuff, man. I remember when I was watching the CWC a few years ago. I was like, yeah. "This is my guy right here, dude. This dude was going crazy. He's fucking great." Yeah, I mean, even even Kalisto is really fucking good, and mm -hmm. Lindsay's good too. But I, I, if if there was anyone I'd want to see, it's it's Grandma Lee and Kalisto doing something. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we kicked off the show and we kicked it off with the match that I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to Me two too. matches on this card. Yes, and it was yeah, the beginning I, match and the end. I think we're all in agreement there. <laughs> <laughs> I posted on Twitter before the show went live. I'm like, okay, what I want to see tonight? Sami Zayn win, and I want to see Roman Reigns titties out. And I got hey, both of them. You, you got everything you wanted. Yep, so it was a triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. I think Sami came back, and he had his championship still. They never lost. 
and Jeff Hardy was also the champion on the show. So they're like, okay, we got to figure out this Intercontinental Championship right. situation. So they put them both up on a ladder, and they said, we're going to take all three of you guys, and you're going to go at it. In the end, Sami Zayn ended up getting the win on, over Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles, and he is now the two double crown Intercontinental Champion. And he is as obnoxious as ever. <laughs> <laughs> he is such an asshole, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, it was Dude, awesome. Like, this, this whole match, match was, was great. Cr- this match was crazy. I mean, I was already expecting good stuff because you know Jeff Hardy's a fucking maniac, and mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. I, I, I mean, Sami Zayn made like a big Instagram post about how like important this match was to him, so I knew he would like do Sami Zayn things. And AJ Styles was also in the match. He did the style and DDT off the announcer's table. That was cool. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was really cool. Uh, so Sami Zayn ended up breaking out every creative spot he's thought about over the past like four months. Yes, he uh, he did literally everything, and and everything that I I was actually like it would be you know you watch these WWE matches and sometimes they just kind of follow along and they just kind of have a match and then it's the end of it and you're like damn there's right. I, I have a bunch of cool ideas and I was thinking of these ideas as I'm watching it and as I'm saying them Sami Zayn's like we are going to do every fucking one of them I'm like yeah. this rules uh, they went outside of the box of a WWE match. And it really showed like this was one there of my was... favorite ladder matches in probably ever. Honestly, like I, I was thinking of ladder matches that like I love and this is yeah. probably up there. I mean, they did everything in terms right. of new things. And it's hard. You know, obviously, there's been so many ladder matches, not just in WWE. I mean, I'm all three of us have watched some in mm. hundreds probably at this point of ladder yes. matches. Um, So it's hard for it's not often I see something in a ladder match that I'm like, oh, shit, that's different. There was at least like five or six of them in this match. Jeff took a very tough bump in this one, too, where oh I God. thought I was going to see a man die. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you is, even explain the spot? So he so he was climbing up the ladder, um, and Sami Zayn grabs the bottom of the ladder to try to tip him like off the ladder to the floor. Mm. Jeff Hardy says, that ain't me. Jeff Hardy, so the ladder is tipped up from the front, and it's tilted. Jeff Hardy starts climbing over the ladder and crawling down the front of the ladder. Yeah, like, like a snake. <laughs> yes, he's snaking thing. his yes. way down yes. the front of his ladder. And Sami Zayn says, oh, fuck that, and dumps it over the top rope, and Jeff Hardy dies. It was rough because it hit him on yes. the way down. It was, in, I don't know what, and I can't, I would love to know what they thought that was going to be and how it ended up, because I don't know how they thought it was going to be anything other than disastrous. It worked out okay, though, in the end. Yeah, so, hey. he didn't die. He didn't die. <laughs> I'll take it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, they did a bunch of stuff here with the ladder, too, where there was one point where AJ just tossed a little baby ladder into the ring. <laughs> it was a battleground shit. Yeah, and his strap hit Sami Zayn, and he fell off. So that was that pretty cool. That was pretty cool. cool. Um, Sami Zayn ended up breaking out two handcuffs in this match. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was like, okay, it would be really cool if he like just tied both of them to the ladder and then went up the thing. Sami Zayn took it to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was thinking two steps ahead of that, if not three. Yeah, he is. I mean, it... It goes without saying for us, but for a lot of people, um, you know, they only know Sammy as much as they see him, which hasn't been a lot lately. Which is not often, yeah. Um, but he is literally one of the greatest wrestlers probably ever, and he is probably, without a doubt, one of the greatest from our generation coming up. You know what's crazy is that there's so many people that probably have no clue that at one point before WWE, he was, like, one of the greatest baby faces in wrestling industry. Yeah. Like, he was the best. And seeing him be such a smarmy piece of shit on WWE TV is like, okay, he can do it all. He can do everything. 
He was a name before there were names outside yes. of outside yeah, of like. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. In that true. era, there was not many indie draws. There was few like Colt was an indie draw. Uh, you could argue Necro Butcher was an indie draw. At, uh, you know, at some point. Um, but like Steen and Generico, you know, everyone fucking knew Steen and Generico. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially when Steen started getting red hot and. I was, I was, I never understood why ROH didn't want to run with him. That was just a interesting decision. On well, their end, that was but. also uh, some interesting people in charge at that time. Yes, and that is for another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that is for another day. So, yeah. uh, Sami Zayn breaks out these two handcuffs, and he decides that yes, I think I am going to handcuff both of them, and then try to climb up the ladder and get. The championships. Well, right. he goes over to Jeff Hardy and he's struggling with him. And he's like, I think what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to take this handcuff and put it in your earlobe. And then That's, I'm going to tie you to a baby ladder. Like part of I, when he did that, I was like, okay, first of all, this is fucking crazy. And second of all, I kind of want Jeff Hardy to win by climbing the ladder with his baby ladder. <laughs> he was here. Yeah. He started walking with it. And I was like, they're really going to like, he's going to win by climbing the yeah. ladder. I thought that was, was going to happen, um, which I would have been fine with me, dude. I would have been fine with anything at this point. The, the, this <laughs> yeah, point I was happy. The match, yeah, you're right. Yeah. This match went 26 minutes, 35 seconds. And it felt like it went like 12 minutes. It was it did not feel that long at all. No, it was the quickest, most well-paced, like it was just mm -hmm. an all around fantastic match from start to finish. They wasted no yeah. time at all. AJ, you know, while he might not have like the, the biggest spots of the night, he's one of like the best triple threat guys ever. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, I can remember back to SmackDown and I think it was him, Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. They had a really good triple threat back then too. That was like, I think this was 2016 SmackDown. And Is they that were where they did the, stuff. They did the end of days zigzag yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, dude, that okay, was yeah. so I that. lit. Um, so I'm I'm not surprised that Jeff, AJ, and Sammy were able to come up with something just absolutely fantastic. And I'm glad that they did this because, like I said, they could have very easily not done any of this and then just had Sammy win, and they could have called it a day. But they went outside was, the um, box. Yeah, there was a funny part in this that so before the match they showed like uh one highlight of each guy being in a ladder match previously, mm -hmm. and the highlight that they showed for Jeff Hardy was. Uh, from WrestleMania where he did, you know, the Jeff Hardy ladder spot where somebody's set up on a ladder between the ring and the barricade and he goes on top of a ladder into the swanton. So they set up for this in this match again and Jeff Hardy's climbing and Michael Cole's like, oh my God, where where is Jeff Hardy going? What is he doing? And Corey's like, they just showed. <laughs> just, you just saw him do this in WrestleMania in the clip just before this. You know where he's oh, yeah, going. They did, they did yeah. say that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, goose. Idiot. Corey Graves, yeah, he's he, you just saw it. Michael Cole's over there. Ew, what is he doing? <laughs> what Jeff don't. Oh my god. Jeff Hardy's been doing this for twenty fucking years, Cole. You probably commentated most of them. <laughs> Why he is probably Jeff has. climbing a ladder? This is weird. What is Jeff doing? He never well, well, I've never seen him do this before. <laughs> that is the ultimate ew. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. No, Jeff. There was, I mean, we could probably talk about every single spot from this match, but the, the truth of the matter yeah. is, is that it really all came together. So Sammy got, uh, Sammy got Jeff Hardy in his ear connected to a baby yes. ladder. His ear hole. His ear's going to get ripped off one of these days. That's fucking yeah. so gross. Um, and then AJ Styles, he went to go handcuff him to the ring rope. Uh, and well, AJ did a suplex on him and guess what? Now they're handcuffed together. Sammy's hand handcuffed himself to AJ and said, you ain't going nowhere. And then AJ... <laughs> 
AJ's trying. He's like, oh, fuck. So AJ's trying to climb this ladder, and Sami Zayn is the deadest of weight. <laughs> He's sandbagging. He was like planking. He was just face down yeah. on the ground. <laughs> That really ruled. So he climbs the ladder, yeah. and they're climbing, and they're climbing, and he's he literally put Sami Zayn on his shoulders and just started climbing the ladder. You look him from behind as the camera pans out. Jeff Hardy's just walking around with a baby ladder connected to his ear. <laughs> it's quite the visual. He climbs up the ladder a little bit. He's just climbing, he's climbing, he's climbing. And then Sami starts fighting back. And would you look at that? He opens his mouth up real quick and goes, ah! And he's got the key in his That's mouth. so good. It was fantastic. So he ends up getting himself out of that, and uh, well, he handcuffs AJ to the rung of the ladder, and then which was up. I didn't know where he was going to put it at first because it looked like yeah. I was like, oh no, this did they do this spot before? I was like, oh no, where's he going to put it? And then he figured it out. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. And great. Jeff Hardy is sitting in the corner with the ladder connectors here. It was, every, like I was so I was I, honestly I was like, this is fucked because who's how can you follow this? I really didn't know. Yeah. I was like, any match past this, good fucking luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Sami Zayn ends up climbing the ladder. He gets both the briefcases. AJ is stuck to his ladder. Jeff Hardy is stuck with a baby ladder. So that's the end oh, of that. At the end, uh, Sami Zayn just tossed the key. He's like, yeah, you can have this key. Yeah, so you go, it. bitch. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think this was honestly still my favorite match of the night. And I think mm-hmm. it sure. is one of the best it's probably one of my it's easily one of my matches of the year so far i have to think about it um but it's definitely one of the best ladder matches i've ever seen so uh shouts out man because they really did it so just a quick question how did you feel i guess uh, how'd you guys feel i guess the overall show are you used to this like crowd noise that they're using or do you hate it like i do no dude i i am never used to it i think it's weird the entire way through but i i don't know what to do i also don't know what else they could do but it's just like it's hard because i'm like i this is fake and i know this is fake and that's yeah. just the matches no i it's know this is like because you watch impact they don't have crowd and they don't do the crowd noise thing on that either so right and like when and they pipe like in weird. the this is awesome chance i'm like this yeah that, fuck that, off with this. that this is awesome is a little overkill i'm but like come on man i'm still not used to any of it i'm not used to the entire thunderdome i think it's weird it gives me anxiety just looking at it. i don't know what's going it on here definitely is fucking creepy honestly it's like <laughs> it really is really weird i, 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 I mean never they can literally they can literally say this guy is a bad guy and we are going to add him boo sounds and you will boo him yeah and- it's strange well, I think they. Yeah. I think that Florida opened up everything recently, so I would not be they surprised did. if they started mm. running fans a lot. So I hope not. I, I barely like AEW doing it. Uh, yeah, me neither. I, just, I mean, it's. A, I mean, all of this is a mess right now. But yeah, uh, I mean, wrestling didn't slow down for a second, as it never does. The show must go on, gentlemen. Yep, as per usual. <laughs> as per usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we had the rest of the evening. Uh, Oscar faced. <laughs> true, and that's pretty true. <laughs> the rest of the evening into the last half hour. So Oscar yeah. and Zelina Vega faced off against each other for the Raw Women's Championship. Oscar ended up beating Zelina Vega very easily. Yeah. So Zelina ended up trying to go for the Zack Saber Junior. Uh, Oibrov pin. Yeah. And Oscar uh, said, "Yoink." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. And beat Tapped her with her the out. Oscar lock. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I mean, if you're gonna follow that match with anything, that was if you're gonna like a short match is probably the way to go. Yeah. So yeah, then shout Bobby... out to A to Z on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> We're all subs to that channel. 
Yeah, we all <laughs> somehow we're all subscribers to her uh, on Twitch. Part of the Muneca, is that what they call them? Yes, yes, that's yes, her. That's her all subscribers. Bobby Lashley faced off against Apollo Cruz. Ricochet was in Apollo Cruz's corner. MVP and Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley. Um, I thought Cedric was in this, right? He wasn't there. He was not there. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen anything with Cedric in uh, the Hurt Business yet. All I, I mean, all I gathered from this one is, damn, Shelton Benjamin's outside the ring for this, huh? This sucks. <laughs> I really wish he would wrestle. That'd be cool. Dude, why? What is? What did he do? What did he do wrong? Because he had to have done something wrong. They've been disrespecting this man for twenty years. <laughs> He's had to have done something wrong. There's no reason why he shouldn't be in this. Ricochet just came out and he's just like he's just in street clothes, just hanging out. Even a like, shirt, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want, Apollo. We gotta get out of here eight minutes. So let's yeah, go. come on now. Go that lose. was for the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley ended up retaining. He beat Apollo Cruz with the Hurt Lock. I think is what he calls it. Whatever. The Street Profits faced off against Andrade and Angel Garza. Dude, I feel like I've seen all these matches a hundred times. How? I feel like we've uh, like. I feel like since I've joined the show, every WWE pay-per-view has had this match on it. Dude, same yeah, thing with so. Apollo Crews and Bobby Lashley. I, I feel like I've seen yeah. all these matches a hundred times. The fuck? And this one wasn't, a, this was whatever, and they, I think Angel Garza got hurt uh, in this match as well, uh, which led to a very strange finish. So, like, okay, like, Garza gets hurt. I don't know what he got, exactly he got hurt on. I thought it was the Spanish fly, but then I looked back at it, and he was fine after the Spanish fly, so I think he just, like, tweaked it doing something. It was right um, before the last tag. Yeah, he, yeah, I don't know yeah. what he did. Something happened. So, um, so Andrade gets tagged in and doing stuff, and uh, Andrade gets pinned. And I get, I don't, I'm, I'm sure he knew that Garza was messed up, but I guess he didn't know that like everyone else but him had decided the match was over. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they gets pinned one, two, kick out three. It is over, and everyone is confused. I don't know what happened there. It was probably the right call. Well, I think what they'll no, probably absolutely. end up doing is uh, they'll run it back. They'll run it and, back again and for the hundredth time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, something weird. Yeah. Um. So after that, we had Oscar and Bailey. Bailey came out and said, "Oh, I don't have a match because Nikki Cross is a coward." Then Oscar came out, and I don't know if this was the same match they were going to do with Nikki Cross or not. I assume so because the time probably. on the pay per view. Yeah. So um, Oscar came out and they just kind of. Bailey just they bumped for like three minutes, and then yeah. she got a chair and beat Oscar over the head with it. Uh, yeah. And then Sasha Banks came it's boss time. <laughs> back? Did she come back? She, yeah, I think she was gone for a few weeks. Okay, so she came back with the Joel Gertner neck brace on. Well, well, <laughs> well. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking sweet. She uh, should have said that. Yeah, I agree. She didn't say anything. I don't think she just came out of the chair. I, I just no, she just beat her ass. That's fine. Yeah, and looked at her. Um, so Oscar once again, two matches on the baby. <laughs> I hope she's getting paid a lot. Yeah, me too. She she's been like, she's been the WB COVID workhorse. Yeah, and she looks a lot like Connage on TV. Whoa, I never thought of that. We should look into that. I think so. <laughs> Something right here. <laughs> so after that, we had the ambulance match for the WWE championship. It was Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Uh Drew McIntyre yes. ends up retaining in this match. Yes. Um, so you know how we were talking about how that ladder match didn't feel like 26 minutes? Yeah. This felt like every minute of 26 minutes to me. I was trying how to think. How long did this actually go? It went 21 minutes, 35 seconds. Yeah, it felt like it. So I was watching this match and I'm like, damn, dude, ambulance matches suck. 
I okay, thank you. Okay, I because I was thinking the same thing, and I was trying to figure out if I was just being like a dig or if I actually thought ambulance matches were lame. I think the idea of it it kind of is dumb too. It's the same as like stretcher matches. I don't understand why this is a concept at all. Uh, like the whole point is you beat your opponent so bad you put them in the back of an ambulance, right? Like okay, but like why would I want to load my opponent into an ambulance to go get help? The ambulance was very much just for the Ric Flair part at the end, which was good. I like that part. Yes. I like Ric Flair going, uh, I'll watch us be limit. <laughs> There's no way Flair has an actual license either. Oh, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Um, um, I will give them, I will give this match this month, this much. Um, Drew and Randy beat the fuck out of each other. They tried very, they worked very hard. Yeah, they, they really did. did. Drew was, uh, his back was real messed he up. He was in this fucked. One. There was, Glass and blood, and you know me, motherfucker. I'm all <laughs> oh, about <yeah>. that. <laughs> but like, and they they did the callbacks to the Orton stuff. Uh, Big Show ran out with a bandana on his face to protect everybody from COVID. Uh, well, like a <laughs> football assistant coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't call a play or something. I don't know where his run in on Randy Orton counts in Big Show show lore, or if there is Big Show show lore anymore because it's canceled. Tony, if you, if you want to chime in on that. Apparently they're doing a Christmas Big Show show episode, so we'll oh maybe to... they'll do a Halloween one and I'll carve a pumpkin. <laughs> Ooh, for the cool. contest, uh, it's, it's not <laughs> canon to the Big Show show because that was a television show. This is <sighs> real life. I'm sick of this shit. Are you sure there was no Halloween episode? I mean, they're gonna have the Christmas one. So I don't know if they filmed the Halloween one. Wait, too. they are having a Christmas one? Yeah, one more special apparently. What? Is what I've been told. That's Who what. Told, the, wait, is this? Are you? Is this real? He, he actually talked. No, he talked to the Big Show from the Big Show show, <laughs> and he confirmed <laughs> this news. He also said they're gonna have an episode where they're fucking bumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you this? How have you not told us this? It's the grandma, dude. No, remember, I'm, I'm, remember on I, TNA I where BG James booked a segment and didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> That's what, that's what happened to you. I mean, yeah, you are the VG James of our three live crew. Do you not? Do you not go on the Reddit? Do you not go on the Twitter? People no, told me just, about this. The Reddit sucks. I heard, <laughs> I heard it's with the grapevine, okay? It's coming back for one more Christmas. They already filmed it. Just Yo, jail's that, you got a difference since you've been in jail, bro. Yeah, there's something right here. What? All right, I sold a pack of cigarettes, you know, I smuggled those <laughs> in, that's how I got the info. <laughs> how much money you make off that one pack of cigarettes? I get it. American spirits, I can't tell you. <laughs> I cannot disclose this information. Damn. So after that, we move on to the main event of the evening, Ooh-y. which is the WWE Universal Championship match. Uh, Roman yes. Reigns versus Jay Uso. Now... Like we said a little earlier, I think all of us were kind of the same on this, and probably most people listening to this were probably the same on this. Um, the beginning match with the triple threat and this match were the things mm-hmm. that we were looking forward to the most. This had a pretty good build. Like, even for me, that doesn't really... I don't watch the shows, but I keep up with what's going on, and I feel like uh-huh. that this angle has been what everyone's talking about. And I saw there was a promo on SmackDown with these two, and Jey Uso cut like, the promo of his life. Uh, shit was awesome, and like, and this is—I mean, Roman was in that triple threat, but this is really Roman's first match as this new character. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is that cool. J- that Jay promo was hilarious because I was showing that to my wife, and uh, halfway through she goes, "Which Uso is this?" And then, <laughs> and then he says the line, or he says, and then he says the I line hear. right after that, <laughs> yeah. and she started dying laughing. Oh I'm like, my oh, god, shit. she's a part of the problem, Tony. 
Well, yeah, Corey Graves did too. He said, yeah, "Look at Jimmy." Us- During the I- match, I mean, J- I mean Jay, I mean Jay. He said, "Yeah, you better call him Jay." He definitely said Jimmy Uso did a dive, and Cole said Jay Uso. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank He's you. like, yeah, well, I am part of the problem. He was just yeah. playing it up. He heenaed it. Yeah, that's what happened. Roman without a shirt. I was expecting uh, new music, but the shirtless is cool. They too. definitely teased it, right? They definitely teased like, it. I think so. Yeah. They looked at Jay Uso for an extended amount of time. I'm like, is there going to be new music? Danner. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it, though. It's fine. I was kind of hoping he would take off the vest like it was like Piccolo's train armor. Like he gets into oh, the ring with shit. the vest and he's like, I don't even need this shit for you. So he takes it off or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I thought that would have been, been awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Been, like, that's just like full wrestling. You know, like when I think of wrestling, I think yeah. of stuff like that. So um, that's cool. But yeah, it was still cool of him to walk out. When he walked out with the no show, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this forever, man. So this was really cool. It's a. Uh... It's interesting how, I mean, I feel like it just happened. Like, I, I guess they, you know, were in arguably the worst era of wrestling ever. <laughs> and, like, they're <laughs> looking for anything to draw people. So, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, just... Dude, they did... Tur- they, they're biting them. on the Alexa Bliss as Sister Abigail. They're really doing anything. <laughs> Bro, that's Sister Abigail. <laughs> I, I, damn it. I thought we were, we were right there about to never, ever hear that ever again. And then they go, yeah. But what if she is sister Abigail? God, uh, God. Um, uh. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I wish that we could see how this would have turned out. This turn would have turned out in front of, you know, thousands of people and stuff like that. So it's. But Do you think it would even happen like this if he that's didn't what I, leave? I don't know. No, no I, I don't think so. Yeah, I, like, don't, I don't think it would either. I don't know if it would have happened anytime soon. I yeah, I'm not even sure if it would happen. I think that this yeah. was just a situation where they were like, "Let's go for it." Um, we got to do something. I mean, yeah, why not? Right? I mean, his confidence carries this character right now. Holy sh, dude! Mm-hmm. It's night and day. Like this, this is the fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, I he With could. The- I mean, he is. He is the ace right now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like, dude, this match was all story. They didn't do. They. They. I don't even know. I don't even remember them doing any moves. This was all story. I don't think they I did just, actually. Besides punches, I don't remember. Roman whooped moves. his ass for like fifteen minutes and talked all the shit <laughs> in the world. Jay Uso would fight up a little. He'd fight up a little. Roman would whoop that ass and say, "I'm the fucking man. I'm the head of the table." And I was like. Yeah, you are. <laughs> He's a tribal chief now. Is that his new tribal, nickname? What a fucking yeah. baller name. That's so awesome. The tribal chief. <laughs> tribal chief, head of the table. That shit's all awesome. And he, I don't bot. know if you saw, but he debuted the Orange Punch. The oh yeah, I saw he was he, he was like you know I mean he's gonna if he's gonna take anything he should take it from. He also did the uh, the radio silence Matt Cardona's move. Oh, the tribal okay. chief, big AEW guy. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. This was obviously taken right from Cody and MJF's angle. <laughs> Absolutely. We're joking. We're joking. This is going to be on YouTube. We're joking. Oh, my. Oh, it is going to be on YouTube. Fuck, yeah. Anything we just, just said, kidding. disregard it. Yeah. Fuck. It was a joke. God, just disregard that. So, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, he, the whole match, he's just saying, acknowledge me as your tribal chief. He's beating the fuck out of this guy. Mm-hmm. This just, I was glued to this match and i was like i knew i was going to be into it but like i didn't mm-hmm. i figured they would have a match and like you know jay uso would get close and close to win and roman would eventually win but this was not what i expected at all i didn't expect roman to be talking all the shit that he did 
both of them were kind of running their mouths a lot. It was like, I really fucking enjoyed this. I think the best part about this was Roman beat him up for so long that towards the end when he did his uh, hope spot where he went for, where he finally hit the super kick to go yeah. for the Uso splash. I bid on that. I was like, yeah, holy I shit. That was, a two point, that was a 2.9999 count too. Yeah. So this was, I mean, they did everything completely right here. Um, down to the finish where uh, Dude, Jimmy yeah. came in. Even at you're right, like at, even at the end where, like as you said, it went on for so long, and Roman at, one, at near the end of the match, Roman's mounted on him, just punching away at him. He's yelling at Charles Robinson to stay out of the family's business. I was like, holy shit! That was probably the best line of the whole match. He is kicking Jey Uso's ass, and I'm like, damn! Like, listen, big fiend guy. But this is the most evil thing I've seen in WWE in a long time. This shit was brutal. <laughs> I like how Roman was like, I, I'm beating you like I used to beat you as a kid. He said, don't worry about it, Charles. I whooped his ass like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Charles said, okay. <laughs> I yeah, thought he was going to call the match way before Jimmy came out. I did because too. Because at one point he was full mount. Just, just I mean, he wasn't ass. even he wasn't even defending himself. I'm like, oh, no, that's it. But Charles said. This is family business, so. And Roman threatened him. He said, "I will." He said, "I will hit. I will hit you in the next week." He said, if, if, <laughs> you, "You won't work here match. anymore." I said, "Oh yeah. shit!" <laughs> and I, the Jimmy Uso thing, I think was ju- like they they probably didn't have to do it. It already had enough heat on it mm, that it would have been yeah. fine if they just called it. But I think that was even better, especially so he throws Jimmy Uso comes out, fucking Jay saying. John, don't throw in the towel. <laughs> We're shooting David too. It's big yeah, moves here. Yeah. Uh, so don't throw in the towel. And Roman saying, Jimmy, you you gonna acknowledge me as a tribal chief too? You know. <laughs> that was so fucked. Uh, when he, dude, it's so I, evil. Yeah, that was really messed up. Cause I just like, holy shit. I was already like, okay, this is it. Like this is crazy right now. And he goes, I, you ain't leaving neither. You can get your ass yeah, in the ring. Dude, and you gonna say same shit. I honestly felt like bad, which does not happen often with me with WWE angles. Like it's been a long time since something like that grabbed me like that. I was like, "This is fucking brutal." He is watching his brother get his ass whooped by a relative, and he can't do shit about it. And same guy wants to whoop his ass too. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Jimmy doesn't want to throw in a towel. He doesn't want to throw it in. Roman drags Jay away from him oh like that, he's was just some kind of that was rough that was rough because they were holding hands and he's still yes. his hands still when he's dragging him away trying to grab back for his head i was yeah. like that was so good <laughs> and roman mounts him and just beats the shit out of him punches 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 and you hear paul Heyman on the outside he's talking to jimmy he says throw in the towel <laughs> <laughs> even Heyman, even Heyman yeah. feels bad for this guy he wants even even Heyman is afraid of roman and he throws in the towel because at one po- oh also i just want to double back real quick during uh the part where roman was you know beating the shit out of him uh jay and telling him to you know you, you I, this ain't gonna stop until you call me the tribal chief and the head of the head of the table and Heyman is like you're my tribal chief. Like, he's trying to give Roman what he wants to hear. So he'll stop beating the shit out of Jey Uso. And Roman's like, I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from him. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Why are you such a dick? That was so messed up. Yeah. It's, this whole thing it was, was done to perfection. It was fucking crazy how well I feel like this was done. Jimmy Uso throws the towel in. He Roman is not stopped. 
uh, his assault on Jay. Jimmy bum rushes in, tries to, you know, pushes Roman off, and Roman's, you know, like, all right, he backs off a little. Jimmy Uso, he's like, all right, man, you're the, you're the tribal chief. <laughs> Finally admits it just to get Roman to stop. And that's not enough for Roman. Roman looks at Paul. He says, go get it. I'm like, damn, he's about to whoop his ass with a chair? I'm like, damn, man, he did enough. Nope. Paul Heyman comes in the ring with the lay that Jay Uso <laughs> wore to the ring. And he makes some pretty much crown him in the middle of the ring in front of this dead Jey Uso. Ugh. This was this was incredible. <laughs> this was insanely good. It was very, very good because at the end too, Jimmy said, uh, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, this, <laughs> yeah. this is still your cousin. You know what I mean? We're family. Yeah. What yeah. Are you doing, that was real messed up, man. Um, Roman played this to a T. Jay played his part perfect. Everyone did. This whole match couldn't have gone any better, I don't think. I was pretty impressed. I also was hoping Roman would like throw like 10, 10 grand at him and say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Brock will come back as a face against heel Roman? Oh, that'd be weird. I that's got to be where it goes, That's right? like what people originally thought. Wasn't it Mania next year? It was supposed to be them or something? Because, like, that'd be crazy. That would be very crazy, and I don't know how people yeah. would react to that. Also, I think Roman should kill Rikishi on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Crucify him. Sorry, Moose. <laughs> put him on the big, on a, big R on that a he's going to put dog. up there. <laughs> <laughs> put him on the big R. You should choke him with the lay. Stink face him, yeah. <laughs> no, on, on SmackDown, Jimmy's gonna Jimmy's Jimmy and Jay are gonna be in the ring and Jimmy's gonna kick him in the balls and turn on him. Stink face him. <laughs> Why is he gonna stink face him? What's that gonna help? Gonna, don't listen to James. <laughs> I didn't even get that one. Roman should it. not stink face Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea. He does the turnaround look at him. He, goes, yeah. he pulls his pants down. <laughs> he, goes to, he goes to raise the roof. <laughs> he looks back at one last Heyman time. Heyman does it too. Sorry, Oos. <laughs> Rikishi should also be wearing his big jacket and Roman should steal it and wear it. <laughs> it's yeah. a bad man Haku. on it. Haku comes out. That's family, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> As Roman has put his ass in Rikishi's face. <laughs> Haku's very confused. <laughs> That's your family. What are you doing? Roman says, Daddy's first. <laughs> Him and Haven do the two cool dances. Put the glasses on. Haven puts them on. Him. <laughs> he crowds him with the Rikishi glasses. <laughs> banging it, banging it, banging it. Roman Reigns is wearing a We the People WWE shirt. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah, don't do that. Or do, do, or do, or do, or do, <laughs> whatever. Oh what? my god. What? Oh my god. Oh, well, that was WWE Clash of Champions. Not that last part. I don't know what that last it part was. It could be. It could be if you wanted <laughs> no, to. I, no, it should Wrestling not Wrestling is a blank palette. You can do what you want. No, please, <laughs> please, 
please don't do that. <sighs> All right, so TNA oh. Impact. You guys want to get into that? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anything's gonna beat that. We gotta fucking talk TNA, about BG James. Yes, TNA Impact. Yeah, well, Tony keeps in secrets. He's gonna be the BG James <laughs> of this group. All right, so TNA Impact, November nineteenth, two thousand five. We watched this episode specifically because it is Christian Cage's Impact debut after showing up at TNA Genesis. Yeah, uh, and they show a recap of uh, TNA Genesis at the beginning of the show, and it reminded me that there was Samoa Joe's match with Daniels where he kills him and that's oh, where the yeah. bloody the bloody towel comes in which is one of my favorite areas of joe oh absolutely um this is also what we need to do i think wrestling just needs more music videos in general this is why deadlock will win the wrestling war well we are building a team for deadlock for dpw we had the team more boys are coming oh, every episode of dpw will feature music videos it sure even if it's irrelevant just has one on there of a wrestler <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's the perfect way. I mean, people yeah. love music. People love beating people up. It works. This uh, this episode of Impact did a zero point six. Well, um, they'd only been on TV for a few months at this point, right? Yeah, not not long. I feel like this was also a Saturday show for some reason. Yeah, it was only an hour or two. Um, the competition. <laughs> oh, my God! Monday Night Raw did a four point five. It was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They just had a couple things. They needed a couple incidents to happen. Yeah, it been all right. For the Papa rating, yeah. Um, this is the follow-up episode to Genesis 2005. This is where Christian Cage showed up and swerved Team Canada. He's an on joining yes. that team. I mean, it would have been cool if he did, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, Jarrett was. He could have at them, least so. joined for like a week or some, right? Yeah, they should have swerved. They kept the swerve till Impact, so he <laughs> well, can carry around a ho- hockey stick five flag. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. I guess I'll take that. Um, we are now on the road to Turning Point 2005 for TNA, Ooh. which yes. is the poster with the Deli Boys on it. I think I got that DVD about 500 times in the brown bag special from TNA. I so. probably, yeah, I probably still own that DVD. I'm pretty sure that poster is also hanging up in the building during the show. Oh, it is. Yeah, in the background. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, Dude, so I miss those brown bag specials. Now you bring that up. They, I, yeah, they they just do a uh, they do a, like a a regular bag thing now. It's not even a it's not as cool. What was uh oh, it man. was a Don West thing. Yeah, it was a Don West thing. What's he doing now? We should get him to p- p- shill our merge. He should be the one of the commentators. Is you, Tony, and Don West. <laughs> <laughs> that would rule actually. That would actually be really fucking neat. That would be sweet. Um so let's look at Genesis really quick. So uh okay. they had a couple of dark matches on uh Genesis. They had Shark Boy beat Nigel McGinnis. Uh what? Yeah, I actually I guess, Nig- just saw I guess that. Nigel wasn't as big of a deal in 05. <clears throat> right, it's just crazy to read that, especially because he comes sure. to the company later. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Diamonds in the Rough, which was David Young, Elit Skipper, and Simon Diamond, ended up beating Lance Hoyt and Wait, the Naturals. That's our editor. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? Lost <laughs> on the damn kickoff. <laughs> that's probably why he got good at editing. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of time. A whole lot uh, of show there. <laughs> we had Raven beat PJ Palaco, which is really? just incredible. This was in the dark? No, that was the first match on the actual oh, show. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, Raven okay, was like okay. a big deal for them in 2005. Raven ruled. Yeah. Was it, Did he win the title in 05, or was that the year before? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Did he wrestle Did he wrestle Rhino this year? It might have been this year, yeah. Mm. It might have been at the um, same show as they had the triple threat match. Unbreakable. Maybe. Oh, maybe. It could be, yeah. Something or maybe it. this entire year, Jeff Jarrett held the belt. 
That's also no, possible. No, 2005, I think it says he won the title. Yeah. For five minutes, and then Jarrett won it back. In Canada. On a show that wasn't a TNA <laughs> show. It was an indie show. Um, we had a six-man tag team hockey fight with Kip James as the special guest referee. <laughs> it was three live crew of BG James, Conan, and Ron Killings versus Team Canada, which was A1, Bobby Roode, and Eric Young. After the hockey stick fight, we had Monty Brown versus Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey? <laughs> Jeff Harvey. And he I think I remember this match being really good. I think I remember I, that match rolling. I think I remember Jeff Hardy taking a crazy pounce in that match, too. Monty Brown beat that ass. He was actually getting a pretty good big push until he didn't. <sighs> I mean, that the fact that he didn't win the title once is nuts. Especially here where they had him in the main event. Yeah, he was he was ready before they realized he was ready. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So after that, we had Team Ministry, which was Alex Shelley, Christopher Daniels, Roderick Strong, and Samoa Joe. And what? they beat... The ministry? Team Ministry. They beat <laughs> Austin Aries, Chris Sabin, Matt Bentley with Tracy, and Sanjay Dutt in a four-on-four Elimination X match. What the fuck? This was the longest match on the show. That sounds like a... Great, uh, what team ministry? Team ministry. Ah, Sanjay. Um, Abyss beat Sabu in a no DQ match. Okay, which will lead later to Turning Point 2005, where they have the barbed wire match. Barbed wire massacre. They actually say something weird about that later. I'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Um, AJ Styles beat Petey Williams with a one in a singles match for the X Division title. Okay. And the main event was Team 3D and Rhino, and they beat AMW and Jeff Jarrett. Planet Jarrett. What a weird main event for a... That's a know, weird card seemed, in general. It just seems weird to me that's their main event, but... Yeah. So we move on. We have Samoa Joe kicking off the show here against Jarrell Clark, who is Mr. 630. Dude. Sadly, yeah, sadly, you don't get to see that. I was waiting for that 6.30 the entire time, man. I was hoping he would at least miss it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love Joel Clark, dude. He uh, he actually did the little finger thing, too. The Kid Cash finger thing. In he the did dude, the <laughs> finger thing. I love that. Dude, uh, Joe was laying it in in this match. He kicked the goddamn shit out of Jarrell Clark. Well, 2005 was like his big... This was his coming he out year. He was the year. guy. Yeah. He was the guy, yeah. That was the same year as the Kobashi match. That was the same year as the Necro match. He was the guy. So Joe is still on his unbeaten streak in TNA. He had the unbeaten streak in ROH, too. And he, he had yeah, it he coming was, over to TNA. He was champion for, was it 21 months? Yeah, he, went, that, he went two yeah. years in ROH without yeah. losing, too. It was a long time, yeah. Joe didn't lose for like four years. <laughs> Which <laughs> is was awesome. crazy. But um, he was fucking awesome. It, didn't, like, it was totally believable, too. This was, uh, Joe was a completely different animal at this point. Um, yeah. Like you had said earlier, he destroyed Daniels at Genesis. He got him bloody, got blood on the towel. That um, shit awesome. He beat the fucking shit out of Jarrell Clark. Um, at yeah. this point, like, he did, he, these were my favorite Joe combos because he was still able to do everything. There was no limitations yeah. to mm-hmm. anything that he could do. He was doing, like, the Noir Lancer, like, the yes. single leg kick, and he'd do it into the Centon. He stopped doing that later because it was just a lot of bumps right in a row. Well, um, you know, a, a lot of things. I mean, there's there's pre and post era of Joe when he did the diving dropkick on the stairs. This thing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel like he was slowing down even after that. I feel like 2000, 
eight ish. Like even when he was getting the world title, he still like he had changed up a lot of stuff just because he had gotten so beaten he up. He was also bigger too. He yeah. was. I mean, he was bigger and he was just wrestling a lot. He was he wrestling was. a lot of dudes and he was doing. I mean, that's a another lot guy his... that they. That's another guy they waited way too long to put the belt on. Oh yeah. Oh dude. By the time he'd done it, like we are like Joe was. 2005, 2006 is when he should have probably had the belt. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. They, they waited way too long, and then they had him give the fucking belt to Angle. I have a lot of complaints. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things to talk about. Um, he muscle busted him, which was... The muscle buster at this point, like, you see it now, and it it's a move, but back then... He would literally jump, and it was it was like the Kinniku Buster. He would he would literally get air on it. Crunch you. You would get crunched on that. Um, and then he submitted him with a Coquina Clutch afterwards. No one had been able to get out of that move yet. No, and he he held it on after the match, and I think Mike Tenay says he's gonna kill. <laughs> <laughs> Tenay and West, they really put him over every single time. They were the best. They were scared of him. They would like move away when he was making his entrance. It was yeah. cool. <laughs> um, so AJ Styles comes on the Tron afterwards, and he said, "Hey." You broke the code of respect in the X Division. And the code of honor. Joe, Joe, Joe turned away and said, Don't you turn away from me! <laughs> I was like, damn, how'd they get that in the pre-tape? <laughs> that was pretty good acting. Um, so AJ Styles says, this doesn't happen very often, but at turning point, Joe, it's going to be champion challenging a challenger at a challenge. And I said, oh, True. here it goes. So apparently he's going to be challenging Joe at turning point because he beat the shit out of his best friend, Chris Daniels. They did make a big deal about the champion challenging the challenger, which I thought was cool. I, yeah, I thought that was cool. They they did this a lot in, in early TNA where they would make a lot of, like, they'd make sure that all the holes are filled in the things yeah. that they did. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, after that, Jeff Jarrett comes out with Gail Kim, and he asks Mike Tanay, what is my match at Turning Point? And he says, <laughs> bro, first off, you know your match. Second off, you can ask Larry Zabisco. And he goes, where is Zabisco? <laughs> he goes, I don't know where Zabisco is. So I'm going to go find him. <laughs> Keep he in mind, him, he, he definitely asked him a few times. He was like, "You know what my matches?" He said, "No." Larry Zbysko said he's gonna decide later on. He says, "Well, tell me what my matches." He said, "I just told you, <laughs> I don't know." And Jarrett knows. <laughs> later on, we learned that Jarrett already knew what the match was. He just didn't want it to be that, and so he wanted yeah. Zbysko to change it. Yeah. Jarrett, by the way, runs the company. So anyway, <laughs> yes. no Jarrett one thought that he was not owner. All over again, you know, yeah. just all makes it. Um, so we move on to AMW. They are the World Tag Team Champions at this point, and they face off against Sonny Siaki and Apollo. Sonny Siaki is a guy that I swore was going to be a big deal. I thought so too on the early part of yeah, and stuff. but maybe yeah. that's because I was like, "Oh, he's the Rock, and the Rock <laughs> is cool." <laughs> well, they did use him a lot. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't, didn't work. Out. He joined. Yeah. He was like there. He joined Sports Entertainment Extreme. He had a girl. And then after that group broke up, I just kind of didn't do anything with them ever. Apollo here has one L in his name. That's pretty cool. And he's got a bandana. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so they go into this match. They do a few hip tosses and they cut to commercial. They come back. I was hoping Mike Tanay would say we kept the tapes running for this one. But no, he did not. He did. <laughs> Sadly, I guess they started turning the tapes off. There was a um, sign in the crowd that said, are you going to cowboy up or are you going to bleed? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know damn well what it means. <laughs> I don't know. And there was also a pussycat chant for the wildcat, Chris Harris. There was oh, some fuck chants tonight. Yeah, there was some crazy oh, stuff going my. on. Oh my, yes there was. I forgot um, about that. This was 2005. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Sonny Siaki and Apollo, they did a pretty cool move in this match where they hit a super kick into a backstabber for a close count. That was cool. I did like that. Apollo immediately tries to go for a plancha to the outside and Storm <laughs> smacks the shit out of him with a bottle. <laughs> 
Yeah, just brings a bottle over his head as Apollo's going out should dive. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, actually. He like nailed him with it. Yeah. Um, and then they hit the death sentence, and AMW beats Sonny Siaki and Apollo. Just want to remind people, it is called the death sentence, the move that they do. Um, yes. That is the name of the move. AMW yes. erasure will not be tolerated around here. Absolutely not. After this match, AMW gets a table out. And Chris Harris grabs a spray can and spray paints 3B on the table. <laughs> I'm so glad I wrote that down, too. I also wrote down, since the Dudleys can't read, they took offense to this and ran out. 3B. <laughs> Why the fuck? How do you fuck that up? Uh, so Team 3B versus AMW in a tables match at Turning Point 2005. The bubblies. <laughs> a little bit of bubblies. <laughs> so they end up taking the table that they wrote 3B on, and then they threw it at the ramp, and I for sure oh, thought... They chucked it. Yeah. They yeah. chucked it. I it for scary. sure Crazy. thought someone was going to get hurt in the crowd. Yeah. Demon also had the titties out. Oh, you damn right he did. He's one of the... He, back then, he came out with the titties out and then put them up when the match started and then put them back down <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited he always said i got the source right here and i ain't gonna show it to you till later team 3d worked tna for like probably longer than they worked wwe it was a long time and, yeah and uh they fucking buried them on that show with hogan you remember that where they're like oh they're in fucking japan huh yeah in fucking japan yeah. like these fat guys were, i was fat team <laughs> <laughs> got a fat damn yeah, yeah. the uh <laughs> I was just thinking about it as I was watching. I'm like, damn, they were here forever, and they still buried them. I'm like, that's yeah, crazy they, that they would do yeah. that. Especially I on mean, obligations it, that they were forced to do. I know. Fuck. I mean, th that... I mean, you, if, you, if you guys haven't listened, go back and check out our review of the January 4th, 2010 Impact to hear us talk about that, because that was quite the show. Yeah, the Nasty Boys came in and said, oh, they're in Japan. Well, fuck them. And they're fat. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them and fuck how fat they are, fat, fat, fatties. <laughs> yeah, as are Brian Knobs just eating donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff Jarrett is backstage with Shane Douglas, the franchise, and uh, yes. they're at Larry Zabisco's office. Gail Kim is with Jeff Jarrett at this point, and Gail Kim calls Larry Zabisco on the phone. And, well, she didn't get an answer. <laughs> no, Jeff Jarrett wanted some answers, and Larry Zabisco was not giving them. He was in the office the whole time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he just doing an answer. Fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. Three Live Crew gets a video package, and uh, it's actually a, a pretty long, long video package. A long video package. Yeah, I was actually confused because at first I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was looking at it, and I kept peeking <laughs> back at it, and I'm like, it's still going. <laughs> Did they this replay the video package? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, so, uh, of course, Three Live Crew was Conan, uh, R-Truth, and BG James. And yes. uh, Billy Gunn joined TNA. And of course, Billy Gunn and BG James are boys, right? Yes. Uh, well, that becomes an issue. And then this is the part where uh, we start getting into BG James and Billy Gunn teaming up. Right. And there's dissension within the three live crew because the three live crew don't like Kip James. Yeah. And I don't blame them. No, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we, of course, after the video package, we get more three live crew. They're backstage with Shane Douglas. Road Dog says... I have time on TV next week. And then R-Truth goes, what? <laughs> you do? <laughs> Why the fuck don't we know about that? And then he says, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Conan then approaches him and says, 
Maybe you should go back to rehab. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he buried him this whole segment. He said, what, have you been yeah. painting in an unventilated room? <laughs> what the f <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> That's brutal. Kurt was just taking liberties here. Then Kurt yeah. said, what, what are you doing, bro? It ain't even ratings week. You need to tell us what's up. And Road <laughs> Dog said, I will not do that. Yeah, see ya. So, three live crew, this is about over with real quick. Yeah. Uh, Abyss and Rhino are the main event of this evening, as later on we have Christian Cage uh, having a promo. So the main mm. event match of this evening is Abyss versus Rhino. Yes. Rhino is Ra getting a world's title match. Rhino is also in great fucking shape here. Did you see during the entrance of this a super weird transition cut in Abyss's entrance? Did anyone else see that? Yes, I did. It transitioned to the same video. Right. I don't I know why. I don't, did somebody accidentally stop recording and start Maybe. They run out of tape? The tape must have, yeah. Yeah, they ran out of tape. Tapes were running. So, <laughs> <laughs> Rhino comes out. He does not have the deadlock D on his back. Bullshit. So I wrote, I hope Abyss whoops his ass. And he did. Well, yeah, for a minute. Uh, today true. says, other companies have done barbed wire massacre matches before as they're talking about Abyss and Sabu at Turning Point. And they said, these companies... They never even use the barbed wire in the matches. Abyss yeah. and Sabu will use it. And I was wondering, what the fuck is he talking about? Is it the cage match? <laughs> Who else had done a barbed wire massacre at this point that pissed well, Tanae off? I don't know if it was a barbed wire massacre, but I, I know JBL and Big Show did the barbed wire cage. They never even used the barbed wire. Those big pieces <laughs> of shit. Is that, what he's even... that was razor wire anyway. Was it? The yeah, razor wire was... massacre? <laughs> <laughs> Are you dare question the word of the mighty Mike? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know why he was pissed. It was definitely talking about WWE, right? I don't know who else he would be talking about. I don't either. <laughs> I don't what other barbed wire matches were there that they didn't use the barbed wire? Fuck you, FMW. Yeah, he was talking about that <laughs> shitty IWA Mid-South bullshit. <laughs> Ian Rotten is stupid yeah, massacre we, matches. We watched House of Hardcore. We know you cut the barbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in this match... Abyss attempted a hip toss, and I about cracked up laughing. <laughs> Abyss, yeah. at this point, is very much a monster hell-bent on killing people. He is a murderer. Not yet. That's 2007. That's 2007. He, I mean, he, he's, he's, you know, he's got a murderer. He's getting there. He's got some bodies. <laughs> he has his dad with him, right? <laughs> we don't know who's his dad yet. Yeah, that, that could be anybody. We don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really don't know what's going on in this match because Abyss went for a hip toss. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Why would you hip toss Rhino? Rhino Anyways. probably called it, honestly. Rhino's like, hip toss. Hip toss. He said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Rhino is very over here. Yeah, yeah I he mean, was. He ruled. Uh, Rhino, at this point in the match, we're getting towards the end. Rhino sets up for a gore through a table on Abyss, but Abyss moves. And this is, I love this so much because every time that Rhino does a gore into something, it just gets disintegrated every time. He obliterated this fucking table and just, he, he gored the table. It was awesome. The lights yeah. go out, and I'll be damned. Mike Tanay already knew what was going to happen. Like, every time the lights go out, it's Sabu, and here's Sabu. I was, I was very excited for it to be Sabu, because anytime there's ever a lights out spot, even on AEW that we're going to talk about, I think, <laughs> Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in with a barbed wire steel chair, and he put a little extra barbed wire on that joint. Yeah, it was wrapped, wrapped. Uh, like tinfoil. Abyss ends up looking. Abyss goes, and he turns around and Rhino fucking destroys him. Just goes right through him. Don West is freaking out. He loves the gore. It's his favorite move. 
it's mine too. So Rhino ends up beating Abyss with the gore. Of course, this is the time where Rhino is very much so in the main event, um, which eventually transfers over to Rhino and Christian Cage doing a lot of fun stuff too. Um, they don't. Rhino, Rhino had a really good TNA run. I just remember like he had he, a bunch of good stuff. He fucking ruled, man. I mean, they could have. It's a you know. Not that I will besmirch the good name of Jeff Jarrett, but Rhino could have definitely had, you know, a longer title run than he did. Yeah, yeah. Free but, woo. You know. <laughs> There's also, I, they didn't show it, but I'm pretty sure that Sabu, while Rhino was pinning Abyss, threw the barbar chair at James Mitchell because later they cut to Sabu and he's going to pick it up from where James Mitchell was. <laughs> they just didn't show it at all. Well, I'm sure they shoot at this point. They probably taped multiple times. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised anyways. Yeah, uh, right. So Larry Zabisco is backstage. Jeff Jarrett finally gets in the room where Larry Zabisco has just been hanging out all show. I mean, he's been there the whole time. Um, yeah. Jeff Jarrett talks to him and uh, Zabisco goes, can you please get the fuck out of here, bro? I already <laughs> yeah. told you that it's you versus Rhino. <laughs> yeah. And he said, away from me. said, well, what about Raven? And then Larry Zabisco goes, I thought you hate Raven. He goes, I do hate Raven. Fair is fair. Uh, Jarrett says that he hates how TNA management is running it because it's not Zabisco, it's TNA management. And he does not like how TNA management is running things. <laughs> yeah, fuck TNA's bosses. I hate Jeff Jarrett, says Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, What about Monty Brown? And Zabisco says, I thought you had a Monty Brown. <laughs> I do hate Monty Brown. I do hate Monty Brown. So after that, we get to the big part of the evening. It's the Christian Cage TNA Impact debut. Yeah, buddy. And that the crowd was song. fired up for this. Yes. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That theme song is so good. Christian comes out with a short sleeve brown shirt on over <laughs> a long sleeve black shirt with boot cut <laughs> jeans and Tim's. He was ready to go. This is the most 2005 person I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. He was finally allowed to be himself. That's how I used to dress all the time, man. I, just I like know. It's, a, it's such a 2005 fit, right? It really is. I used to wear the shirt with the long sleeve shirt underneath it. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. That was the look back then. People love that shit. Christian uh, says, uh, I didn't come to TNA because I got fired or because I had nowhere else to go. I came to TNA because this is the place to be, and I came to get that damn respect I deserve and to take the NWA world title. Dude, at this time, TNA was the place to be, though. It was crazy. It was awesome. Yeah, and honestly, he does get the respect he deserves. This is probably yeah. easily his definitive wrestling run. Which sucks because I feel like he does not think fondly of this run. He hates TNA. <laughs> 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 well, we were talking about it the other night when he had to come back. <laughs> I feel like he has never post TNA said a good word about TNA ever. Even during the anniversary thing when he came back, I still feel like he didn't want to say anything nice. So he's like, TNA, it's about you, the fans. The fans yeah. never change. <laughs> I'm you know? so happy to be back here for my peeps. <laughs> why, do you, why do you never like TNA? Same I reason don't everyone else didn't like it. I don't, honestly, I don't... Because he wasn't around during the Hogan era. I guess maybe he just thought... Again, it's another thing where that it could have been better, and that they probably made but a lot I of mistakes. I thought it was. I don't know. I thought I liked all the Christian stuff in TNA, though. I mean, for for to be honest with you, dude, out of anyone, you would think that he would just because I feel like they treated him, they put him on a pedestal a lot of the time. He they gave um, him the NWA World Title. He didn't take a pin for two years. Yeah. So I mean, that's wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I mean, he lost triple threats and King of the Mountains and stuff, but. He never like took a pin pin until super late in his career in TNA. He's gotta he's gotta watch that video that Lance Archer made for us. He would Lance love Archer, it. Shout out. 
He would True. love it. He'd probably be like, shit, TNA was the best time of my life. I love TNA. So I'm going back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. Cross the line again. Christian goes, because that's how I roll. And then Monty Brown goes, skirt. He said, <laughs> you can hit the brakes on that garbage. <laughs> garbage? <laughs> I love that today said that. He goes, you can hit the brakes on that garbage. Garbage? <laughs> it says, Dorothy, you are not up north anymore. Welcome to the Serengeti. Oh. Monty Brown then proceeded to roast the fuck out of Christian <laughs> for like six minutes. He says that atrocity of a shirt in those Bob the Builder boots you're wearing should not be worn ever. <laughs> that and was he, really good. And he is swagged out of his mind, bro. Monty Brown looks crazy. Oh my crazy. God. He, he always looks good. Yeah, he was a main eventer from the start, bro. The crowd started chanting what at Monty Brown, and then Monty Brown said, I'll tell you idiots what if you kept your damn mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> and they stopped saying what immediately. Yeah, you're going to feel the pounce. Christian then said, yeah, Monty, well, I think you like to pounce on men. And then yeah, he said, Christian yeah. said, yeah, that's all right. Though. I mean, you can pounce on me if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. And then the crowd started chanting, Monty is gay. And, and I was like, it was, and it wasn't a little chant either. It was like everyone was chanting, Monty is gay. That's Florida. There cool. you go. Uh, Christian then <laughs> cut off Monty Brown before he could say the pounce. And then he <laughs> said it. I was like, oh my God, he took his Disrespectful. Shit. Can't do that. <laughs> and then Monty beat the fucking shit up. <laughs> Monty, Monty, <laughs> Christian says, unless you're not enough, you should go find somebody else to pounce. Period, and then Monty punches him with the face. <laughs> Don't steal his shit. Yeah, fuck off. Christian tries fighting back, but then Monty hits him with a pounce and killed him with it. Christian took it right into the ropes. It looked awesome. Yeah, that was crazy. It was very brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. Uh, fantastic way uh, doing the show. I was very happy that they ended up with uh, Monty Brown Monty on, top on top here. I agree. Yeah, and I thought that was. That good. was just... I'm glad that Christian was cool with that too. Yeah, welcome That's to That's probably why I hated it, man. They booked Monty Brown over me right away. <laughs> he made fun of my boots. I got Bob the Builder boots. This place sucks. Yeah, I swear to God, I will wear the same brown shirt, the fucking black shirt, and fucking I'll wear it every time. And that was TNA Impact. The show without commercials is only like 40 minutes. We also have breaking news from the well, Serpentico Skimo. and David Arquette situation. There's a lot that's been going on back and forth. A lot forth. of rumors. A lot of rumors. Yeah. It's actually been spreading tenfold. Over the past wow. week, it's actually gotten even I've, bigger. I've seen it everywhere. I mean, not just I, I've seen other. I've seen Griff Garrison talking about it. I've seen uh, Big Swole was talking about it. Even uh, Serpentico's. I don't know if his wife or girlfriend talking about it. Skylar Moore. Skylar yeah. Moore talked about it. Uh, Tony Schiavone talked about it. Yeah. David so Arquette. I, one of the Deadline guides actually asked Tony Schiavone about that. Yeah, Tony Schiavone tried to deny it and say that it's not. Uh, Serpentico is not David Arquette. Ser- Serpentico, sorry. I mean, however, you call it whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> he's not David Arquette. He, he denied it. Yeah, he, yeah, um, that was the first rumor we had that Serpentico was Stu Grayson, but I feel like, I feel like we've we gone debunked. away from that. Debunked. Yeah, not true. So but, let me tell you a little yeah. bit about this situation here. Nonstop Player was the the uh, Deadlockite that asked Tony Schiavone about the situation at hand. Appreciate Tony, that. Tony, I respect Tony. He's been in the business a really long time. Sure. Uh, Kizze Fabe, got to keep it up. I, I respect. Has me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Tony, that's kind of fucked up, man. I don't know why. Yes, I, I don't think I've ever said anything bad about Tony Schiavone. I that's like really, him a lot. Really kind of fucked up, Tony. We're going to yes. have to talk later about that. Yeah. So we may or may not have tweeted a video called Serpentico is David Arquette. Interesting. Now, 
that's, you know, it is what it is, you know, take it as you may. Uh, and it seems that a lot of people did take it as they may, which they took it as Serpentico is David Arquette. I mean, he hasn't been doing, if it's not true, he hasn't been doing a great job of trying to make anyone think otherwise. Yeah. And the situation here has turned into Code Red. It's Because important. we have had David Arquette actually also yes. tweet. Now notice that David mm. Arquette and Snake Man did not tweet at the same exact time. No. Suspicious, not? Very suspicious, yeah. I mean, and David Arquette's reply was just, wait, what? Like, you know. What? Trying to pretend like he doesn't know what's going on here. Like, he doesn't know about the rumors. Didn't Everyone knows about these rumors. Did say, what? He did say, well? he did. He, he also, did. Tony? Both, both of them have tweeted what before? Wow. Hmm. And it just keeps getting bigger. Hmm. We feel like our integrity is on the line here. Because we had one singular person tweet us and say, you burn in hell with all your lies. <laughs> so we obviously had to make a statement. One person we, I mean, said this. So he replied to the video, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Uh, Pentaco. And uh, okay. <clears throat> yes, I mean, whatever, you call him whatever you want. Uh, he replied to, the, uh, to, to our video and said he agrees to be on the deadlock lie detector test episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a list of demands. So this is our, uh, we are, we're off. We are open to listen. We are open to negotiate, uh, Mr. Arquette, um, or Mr. Uh, Snake Man, um, whatever you want to, we prefer to be called. We'll call you whatever you like, uh, once you're on the show. But, you know, once we expose you, uh, as the, uh, Hollywood man that you are, we're, uh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's after that, we're, we're, you know, we're golden. You're going to tell me that Snake Man and Magic Man are not the same person. That's like an anagram Look for at the Snake common, Man. Yes, an anagram. Snake Man is an anagram for, for Magic, Magic Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Look at the letters. They don't lie. And they spell disaster for you at the lie detector True. test. True. So here's the deal. We're going to expose you like the fucking magician that you are. <laughs> or you're going to get your ass on this show. And you're going to take this test. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. Give us your demands. We must know. What are your yeah. demands? And we'll put you on the show. We'll strap you up a lie detector. And we'll expose you with all due respect. All right. Let's check out the Q&A segment this week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> For the $5 patrons. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we had a couple here. One from Stardust Dumbass. His name is Malik, apparently. <laughs> He said, if you were in Retribution, what would your nickname be? Wow. Uh, what? I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot. So I, I talked about this with the NL boys. Uh, and mm -hmm. if I was in Retribution with those, with my, you know, new legacy boys, uh, I said my Retribution name would be Ballsack. But I feel like I would have a different name here. So I would like to hear what you guys come up with first. And then we'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what I'm thinking here. I know James has had some, uh, some personal interaction with Retribution, actually. I have. So I posted <laughs> during the Clash of Champions show as I was watching. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this group retribution that is not here reminds me a lot of Action League now. <laughs> <laughs> Meltman? And let, and let me make this clear. I love Action League now. That, it so was tremendous. I posted the picture. And then T-Bar decided to come after me on Twitter with slander. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. 
It was. He posted some sort of fucked up doll. It's a Chucky. Who? Chucky doll. Charles. Charles the doll? Charles, Charles the Are doll, Are you fucking bro. kidding me? So let me just yeah, go ahead I mean, and say this real quick, T-Bar. If I was in Retribution, my name would be Jizzy Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Jumbo, Jumbo Gumbo? <laughs> His name is Compulse Dizzy Dizzy Jumbo Combo. <laughs> and I would take over oh, that group in a second. I'd be the Damn. leader. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Damn. That's true. That's true. That's Tony, what about true. you? Well, I got to do the T like T bar, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah, because Tony. I see. That's your name. Yeah, yeah. Maybe his real name is Tony. <laughs> My oh. retribution name is Tony. <laughs> <laughs> So we got Jizzy Dizzy. No, 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 no. We no, got no, Tony. No, no, Tony, no. Let me go. You got your name, bro. You're Tony. And Slapjack. That's T Bar. And that's Tony. <laughs> Forget about it. Hey, motherfucker. I'm Tony. God damn it. Hey, you guys. <laughs> He's got an Italian oh. flag for a mask. Hey, you motherfucker. It's Tony. <laughs> Tony, uh, his fuck. retribution name is Tony. Gabagool. <laughs> I can't even tell you what I was going to come up with. Then. It's just Tony. Oh, All right, well, shit. Sorry. What are you gonna T-Bar say? and Gay Tony. <laughs> hey. Hey, what are you oh, gonna say? They all wear masks and Tony's just Italian. Hey! <laughs> I'm revolting here. <laughs> I need my retribution. <laughs> I caught that cab. Hey. All right, what was your name, Tony? Sorry. Tony. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to pick my original AOL screen name, by the way. For what was that? My- T Dog two one four two. I like Tony more. Uh, <laughs> uh I th- I like T Bar is a pretty good one. Uh, what would I be? Not as good as Tony though. I mean, I feel like maybe I'll stick with Ballsack. Ballsack <laughs> <laughs> uh, is good. Jim, I think Jimbo would definitely work in all caps. That'd be good too. That's true. There's Jimbo. a lot of Ballsacks with an X at the end. Oh yeah, true, and a Z. B A L L S A C H X Z. False. False shacks. No, on my retribution name is Schmidiora. I think good. We got Jizzy Dizzy, Schmidiora, and Tony. <laughs> All right, nobody fucking steal this because this yeah. is a DPW stable fucking happening. Yeah, thank you. Oh my this. god! All right, so Daddy Phil asks if you guys weren't doing what you do are doing and doing now, what would you guys be doing? An in, in example, like a daytime job. So, are you asking what? Jobs we would have if we weren't getting paid millions (laughs) and millions to do this podcast. Interesting question. I think I would start another podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I wasn't swimming in the dough, I'd probably be a package handler (laughs) in my real life. How about you, James? James, I feel like you'd be working at the dock. (laughs) 
I'd be, oh, I, I want to do. I would be a marina worker. I think. I think I would help people come huh. in on boats and fuel them up and say hello yeah, so and fix there them we go. up. And Pack, package handler, you helping people yeah, in the docks. A well, dock you work in a bar. That sounds cool. You work you in a bar, Tony? Yeah, you'd yeah, be a server. Be cool. Server yeah, at a bar. Yeah, okay. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, there you yeah. go. It's gonna package handler, dock yeah. master, yeah. bartender, retribution. His name is Ballsack. He's a package handler. I'm Sweetie Aura, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, he's Sweetie Aura now. He's saying. <laughs> I put a mask on. <laughs> Without the mask on, Ball, Ball Sag Z was his shoot name. Don't be fucking doxing <laughs> yeah. him. Disrespect oh, me. We gonna we gonna make a lie detectives with Ball Sag and Sweetie Aura? <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, Who are about you? The, about the dox you like Squadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? Send location. We woo. We woo. Asked, what? 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 Oh, Stone Cold is good. You messed well. Stone Cold. Yeah, it's question. What? 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 We woo. We woo. What? 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 Eat woo. shit. What? Poop. What? Farts. What? <laughs> shit, poop, oh, Stone Cold's about to whip out his tallywhacker. What? What? Dick. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let's talk about dynamite this week, which happened twice. Yeah, so late night dynamite happened first, right? Yeah, Tony, run that down. How'd that go? Late night dynamite. Pew, Let's pew, pew. go. Pew, 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 pew. You had your boy on there, James Ben Carter. Ben Whoa. Carter, bro. What's your brother, Ben Carter, dude? Give the me a rundown of this dude. Yeah. So this guy is from England. He's from overseas, and he was trained you, by Seth Rollins. Wait, what? And yeah, he was trained at the Black and Brave School. Oh shit. Yeah, and he has a really cool frog splash. Now, what about him? Did you just did you look it up, or how did you know this man was from overseas? He said, "Oi!" And there is flags on his pants. <laughs> You're telling me there's flags on his pants, and maybe possibly all over his Titantron. <laughs> That's what his Titantron is. Yes, <laughs> just flags. Why do they do that? Why to is your sure personality you where I live? This sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. True. I hate it. Uh, Scorpio Sky beat Ben Carter, right? Wasn't that how that played out? I can't remember. Yeah, so I'm Ben Carter had a match on Dark this week, and then he also had the match on Late Night Dynamite. Um, and the one on Dark was actually probably the better one of the week. The Scorpio Sky one was fine, but the one against Lee Johnson on Dark this week was yeah nuts. I really um, like Lee Johnson. I was actually surprised they let... I think it's because Ben was working the Late Night Dynamite. So they're like, okay, you can go over on Lee Johnson here, but I was surprised because sure. Lee Johnson's been putting in the work. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's good too. I'm. I would like to see that match on TV. I'd like to see them fucking team because they work really well together, and that would sure. be really cool. What else? Um, also, Anna J beat Brandy Rhodes via sleeper hole. Oh wow, they had Anna J win that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, the ref called for the bells and stopped. Oh, she's gonna kill her. Yeah, there Samoa Joe. <laughs> Get Come out the bloody towel? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That'd be shit. awesome. And then we had our main event. Matt Seidel is back against Sean oh, Spears with Tully Blanchard and a loaded glove. He won with a loaded glove? He won with a loaded glove via pinfall. You know that uh, Sean Spears is like 15-0 and 0 this year? I thought you were going to say Sean Spears is 50. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not know. <laughs> Thank you for that stat. He's fifteen 15, and zero. He's undefeated. He's fifteen and zero. 
Yeah, he has like a really ridiculous record. Is that real has, or is that just he has like not? No, it's Shootskies. He has a double digit win Shootskies? record this year because wow. he wins all his matches on dark with a loaded fist. Huh? Yeah. When? And when's his title shot? Yeah, right. Like, where is he on the rankings? I don't know. Is he? Can you check real quick? Uh, yeah, let me take yeah, a look. He's 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 gotta be. I don't think like, so because they were all on dark, so they 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 like take into account. You they know what skew I mean? the dark. Oh, thing, they say yeah. this doesn't count as much. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I mean, it depends on where you're at on the card too. Like an opening win doesn't but, matter. But as much what as a, I feel like the the Evil Uno and Stu Grayson got their title shot by winning all their matches on dark. Yeah, Sean Spears he, isn't even. He's ranked not on even this ranked. List. Yeah, no, yeah. he's not ranked at all. Well, he has but, a, a lot of wins this year. Huh. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if I mentioned this or off the pod, but Matt Seidel now ripes down the ropes before he goes to the top, which is pretty funny. Oh, that is good. <laughs> to make sure he doesn't It says his 2020 again. overall record is 14 and 8 for Sean Spears. Yeah, because his singles say? record this year is, eight? His, his singles, singles record, record is, 13. is 13 and 2. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Which is crazy. Yeah, this motherfucker's going crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, he's the dark master. <laughs> is that what he is? <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I've been told. Well, there it was. There was Late Night Dynamite. It was a short little episode. AEW Dynamite for September 23rd, 2020. Uh, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and JR back on commentary. Uh, I don't I don't remember JR doing anything weird on this show, but I could be wrong. You could be wrong. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, one of the first things you see when the show starts is Luther aggressively pointing at his head next to David Arquette, which is fun. Rules. Um, First match of the show is Kip Sabian uh, and his new friend Miro, the best man Miro, and you know he's the best man because his music says it, his shirt says it, his Tron says it, the commentary says it, he is the best man, and that's, we're going to drive this point home forever that he's the best man. He's not just a man, he is the best man. Okay, so let me just go ahead and say this really quick. So when we do DPW, we're definitely like not going to do shitty Titan Trons, right? No, I w- I want like cool trons. I don't want just text. I mean, I we like can old- just we can just take some stock. We'll just get some stock footage and do something with it, right? Like, hey, go in the ring and do a move, and then we'll just record it and then put it in the trunk. No, like, they all I- have to be like uh, the best friends tron. You know, just that crazy tron stuff is good. Put together, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like- we got uh, we got Lance Archer editing, so we could have good. Trons. You know what? That's true. We could probably come up with something pretty good with Lance Archer. Good guy. Uh, Kip Sabian and Miro taking on Joe Janela and Sunny Kiss. Uh, this match. Was a mess. Yeah, it was all over the place. Did they change something? Did this match get called last second? I, I feel like they announced it days ago, like days hmm. before the show. Yeah, so I feel like this was the plan. Uh, it was very weird. Um, Janela and Sunny Kiss need matching gear, by the way. I'm pretty sure Janela has some kind of fucking tiger print gear that Sunny Kiss was wearing. They should have matched here. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> Janela cut a picture in picture promo. He just yelled. It was all right. Miro is wearing baby pants. Miro is huge, though. He is yes, very he big. Is. He is. He looks doing fantastic. Well. He looks fucking great, and this match did nothing for him. Yeah. Uh, he like I feel like he was the highlight of the match, but like it still didn't go well. He hit a crazy uh, catatonic on Janela Shallot Chris Harris. Um, <laughs> I I wrote here put Miro in Taz's group because that's yeah. where I think. Would he would do much much better with? Um, yes, because this has to go with him turning on Kip, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I feel like uh, they are not 
as much like that in AEW. I would right. I guess maybe that's just a wrestling trope that I'm I'm just used to. But I maybe and maybe that's also because I don't want them to be together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Does it turn on Kip and still Penelope? I hope not. Gamer Nation rise up. He changed Fuck the name of the accolade to no. the game over. Yeah, he did the game over. He yelled it into the camera. He made sure that you know that he's a gamer. Why? That shit sucks so much ass, dude. I really don't know why they do that. I really don't. Um, there was a like like I was saying, this match was a mess. Uh, a lot of weird stuff here. Um, fucking Kip Sabian got dumped on his head by Miro on the concrete. Just flipped him over the road. Just killed him with it. He was. They did to... a yeah. It was like a tag team move. Yeah. Where and... Miro, I think, put a little shoush on it. And, yeah. Uh, Who he Janela well, like he a is bump. very big, and Kip Sabian is very small. So I yeah. guess that's probably what happened there. Uh. Janela tried to crossbody Miro and almost died on that as well. I Miro threw Janela over the top rope onto Kip. I've I I just don't know what was going on here. Uh, and then he had the Bulgarian boot uh to Sunny and game over accolade for the win. Uh, wow, this was not a good way to start him off. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't know. I, I don't know what went wrong here. I don't know who to blame. I also, I read that Miro got hurt in this match, which I, I'm not surprised by. Uh, I mean, so, I, th- I just think, I don't think it's going to mean anything. It was just a bad match, but they'll he'll yeah. work through it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Another <laughs> weird thing I noticed is that all the heel side of the crowd all had masks on, and all the face side of the crowd didn't. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, I was I really don't know what why they keep doing that. Oh, um, you stinky, stupid libtards in your mask <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> they should put the bandana on like Big Show. Oh no. <laughs> and then Eddie Kingston comes charging out to the ring. He is a, a house of fire. He gets on the mic, he says, You keep that hard cam on me and you don't go to any of the other cameras. I'm gonna talk directly to you at home and I'm gonna talk to all you morons here in the building. I'm like, oh shit, that's the king. <laughs> he says, Where you at, entertainer? He's shitting on Moxley. Just <laughs> which is funny because there was a big thing on Twitter about uh Meltzer saying that there was a BTE bit where Kingston was like uh, making fun of promo class that WWE does. <laughs> so Kingston pretty much doubled down on it here and called Vince <laughs> the devil. <laughs> he said, you soldiers saw and went working for the devil while I stayed down here and kept being a fighter on these streets. He says, where are you at, entertainer? And Moxley comes out, charged up. I'm fucking losing my mind. They get face-to-face. Everyone breaks it up. Uh, Jerry Lynn was the only one wearing a mask. Shout out to Jerry Lynn real <laughs> Jerry quick. Jerry <laughs> Lynn, baby. <laughs> That's the fucking guy right there. And uh, setting up for the main event, uh, which came as a you know a, a replacement for the six man match that we were supposed to get with Moxley, Darby, and Will Hobbs taking on uh, Archer, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks because Lance Archer has COVID, uh, which is mm. fucking lame. I hope he's okay by the time the anniversary show comes around, but it's cutting it pretty close. Yeah, because that's on the fourteenth, and I mean that'll give him. Three or four weeks, but who? Well, Florida knows? just said they don't care. They don't care. You can do whatever you want. They opened everything, they which go, is whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah it's I very weird. I don't even know yeah. what what the deal is with that anymore. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but hopefully everyone is staying safe out there. Yeah, uh, please. keep your fucking mask on, please. Then uh, Kenny Omega comes out for commentary for this singles contest. 
It is Evil Uno making his AEW singles debut against Hangman Page. And I thought he looked fucking great here. Yeah, he um, did. He did look great. Um, this he, was awesome. He went toe to toe with him. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Uno is just really good at wrestling. And he's uh, very good. Kenny Omega is also really good at commentary. So this was cool. It, it's a great combination of things. I thought, like like you said, I, I think Uno looked right here. I think he looked like he belonged in a ring with, uh, you know, top guy like Hangman. He didn't look out of place at all. And he gave it to him, too. These two went back and forth. Uh, Hangman's uh, name bar said, apparently sticking with long pants. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, I don't know if... And maybe one of you guys can let me know. Did they have more people at the show, or did they just mic the crowd better? I'm not sure. I, I mean, they did start opening up the thing a little more. I'm not. Uh, from what it I sounded read, like they, there was more people, but it. Oh, I'd be happy if they just mic'd it better. I feel that's like they that, mess with their mics a lot in AEW, where they go like uh, figure out like, oh, this is the right sound level. Maybe we need to be a little louder next week or whatever. Because I yeah. feel like volumes are mm. different. From it sounded show to good show. to me. I was like, oh, that's that's good. I would. I'd love for less people and more miking. That'd be cool. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um they uh they cut to John Silver on the stage at one point because all the Dark Order were on the stage and John Silver as Uno's getting his ass cooked is just holding his face sadness. <laughs> <laughs> John Silver fucking rules, dude. He's really broken out over the past six months. Oh, absolutely. And uh, even in the Brody Orange Casting match, which we'll talk about here soon, oh, yeah, yeah. he's he's so fucking good in that too. He's like a star uh, in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dark Order can sit to the back uh, as this match is going on. Hangman does a back suplex to Uno on the apron. Uh, these two are just going back and forth, killing each other. Uno does a big swan taunt. looked awesome. And Hangman, in the end, got the win with a buckshot lariat. Really like this match, and I'd really like to see... I mean, I like Uno and Stu Grayson as a, as a team. Uh, don't mm. call him Dick Grayson. Uh, but Uno as singles is, is pretty good. I don't even think they scratch the surface of their tag team, to be honest no, with you. No. Not, not here. Not at all. No. Yeah. I mean... And it, I guess, I, I guess that's a good thing. But at the same time, I mean, we complain about, uh, you know, jungle fucking boys and, uh, and, uh, I mean, at the beginning of the COVID thing, I guess, like, what I guess you could make the argument that, uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of their tag teams and they had to use what they could use. All right, man. Well, they're there now. So, you know I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Jack Evans, please get well soon, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your cheeks or whatever it was. <laughs> Ass cheeks. <laughs> Sorry, Oos. Uh, also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Raising the roof. <laughs> <laughs> the look back. <laughs> um, also, uh, Kenny, as, as he did the, the week before, he left commentary without anything with Hangman. Another slow build to this. I don't know where it goes, um, but I know the match they have will probably be fucking great. So that's cool. Um, then we move on. Tony Schiavone. Uh, go, he's backstage trying to get an interview with the Young Bucks. Uh, last week, the Young Bucks <laughs> double super kicked Alex Barvez, and then they killed the ref, too. Uh, and they just keep having to give money away because they keep beating up people because... <laughs> They hate the people that run this company. They hate management. <laughs> hey, Tony, you gonna find us? Here's your five thousand dollars. <laughs> They're the Jeff Jarrett of audience. <laughs> we hate management. <laughs> uh, so uh, the door opens, and Tony Schiavone's scared because he thinks he's gonna eat a super kick. And Matt Jackson says, "No, no, you know, it's, hopefully you can ask some better questions this week." And he keeps bringing up FTR, which is just frustrating Matt Jackson even more. And uh, Matt asks uh, Tony to give him his phone. Tony gives him his phone, 
and then Matt Jackson just smashes it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just just destroys his phone. And Tony Giovanni's like, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> Who'd you do this for? And Matt said, oh, I'm sorry about that, and gave him money and told him to upgrade your phone. <laughs> What the fuck is going new on phone, here? Bitch. I don't what know, is, man. Where, what is happening here? Yeah, like, the Young Bucks are mad at AEW management, so they're taking it out on the guys underneath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Larry's Larry's Zabisco, Zabisco. Who am I facing? <laughs> <laughs> we then move on to uh, the TNT Championship match as Brody Lee takes on Orange Cassidy. And uh, Brody Lee gets introduced as weighing in at 265.7 pounds, which JR does not agree with. <laughs> <laughs> JR says, I believe he's 264 pound weight. <laughs> okay, fuck JR. Off. Yeah, the fuck you know, JR? You want a scale, big man? <laughs> <laughs> the first the ever Order. AEW scale segment. Oh, scale detector test? Yes. <laughs> You know who else has scales? Fucking David Arquette. Ooh, <laughs> snake man. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so yeah, Dark Order at ringside for this match. I really like this match. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot of bullshit uh, and shenanigans, which, I mean, there was a decent there amount. Was, but, it, dude, the but Dark Order outside was great, though. I did like it. It was, and it, Orange Cassidy did all his goofy stuff, but Brody fucking killed them each time for it. Um. John Silver attacked Orange Cassidy's jacket <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> and then Orange Cassidy threw his shirt on his head. <laughs> uh, then he put his glasses on Anna Jay, and Brody took them and dropped them on the floor, uh, and Orange Cassidy got fired up, put his hands in his pockets, and he starts doing the kicks, and Brody steps on his foot and punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Brody, Brody is perfect. It's it, I both of them handle this fucking very well. I, I really like this match. Uh, there, there was a great fucking spot where Brody uh, got powdered to the floor he's huddling with the Dark Order uh, and he baits Orange Cassidy into doing a dive onto them and they catch him and hold him Brody swings around gets into the ring and then dives on the whole group I was like that's fucking that brilliant. was so sick yeah I thought that was awesome uh, Orange Cassidy actually was starting to lay it in later on in the match after Brody was whooping his ass forever <laughs> yeah yeah he had Brody with like a PK kick uh, he had the beach break on Brody for a two count I was losing it that he got him up for the beach break it looked good oh, also, too it did look good uh, and I was surprised too because Brody's a, Brody's a big boy yeah um, also, Orange Cassidy punched Alan Eagleson on the floor, uh, and John Silver hit ten with a TNT title by mistake. So I'm, I'm sure John Silver's gonna get his ass beat on yes. TNT or something. <laughs> gonna get crucified on a chili sign or something. Oh, shit. <laughs> Brody, Brody, not the. St- <laughs> Did you stop with the stink faces? Not everyone is not. That's only that's only happened like one time when Vince forced Jr. to put his his face in Gigi's ass. He's gonna do the look or what? He's gonna do the look. Sorry, Ooze. Uh, Brody killed Orange Cassidy with a fucking power bomb and a lariat for the win, and then the lights go out. I'm like, Sabu, Sabu, Sabu's here, but then you hear it. Oh, oh my god. Oh, shit. I noticed I was I I figured something was going on because they had like an extra set of like stairs on the stage and I was like what the fuck is that there for? Little did I know it is for Cody's 
entrance. And James, I, James, I would like you to describe this entrance for me. Dude, I didn't even know what was going on. At first, I thought the whole fucking place exploded into a million people. <laughs> I thought they were going to die. So, <laughs> it's Cody, an attack. They give it a little bit of time. Like, I, it's, I'm like, okay, all right, Cody's coming out. And then it there went so Brody. long that I'm like, oh, Cody. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe it's not Cody at this point. Oh, no, it's still Cody. You can yeah. see him very much so hiding behind the stage up there. <laughs> the silhouette. <laughs> so Cody comes out. He hits the pyro. I'm like, oh, okay. But then the pyro keeps going, and then it really goes. And then the fire comes out, and then the explosions come out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I think the pyro just messed up. I thought everyone was going to die. <laughs> they just spammed. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> they just had somebody press every fucking button that they had. smash his fucking face up there. And then Cody, <laughs> Cody comes out. And he's got black hair now, dude. Very black hair. Like, yeah. not even, like, WWE, like, dark hair. This is, I'm a vampire now. Yeah, he's, he is very uh, evil now because of his hair. This was Asad Timberlake black hair. <laughs> <laughs> is this the team ministry we were talking about earlier? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Cody comes out and tries, you know, he's fired up. I was like, huh. They were uh, freaking Excalibur out commentary. Cody Cody said, uh, Excalibur said Cody has a little bit of a sadistic side here. Oh, my God. Well, why? Because he dyed his hair and he has maroon socks. Oh, my God. He's wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> but they so all sadistic. They got, to, they got away from Cody's uh, attack and Cody's back. He, I guess he's done filming the big show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this is that Cody came out, they gave him the whole charade, they gave him 40 pieces of pyro, they gave him 80 explosions, <laughs> Doesn't and then do Brody anything. Lee fucking yeah. talked his ass into the ground. Yeah, he, Brody, there's a Brody promo right after this, and he just shits all over Cody. He says, what kind of man lets his wife post Instagram thirst traps while calling me daddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess they are setting up for a dog collar match. I don't know where the fuck that came from. That was cool. I like that. The dog collar is dope. Where did that come? But like, just cause? How did he have that? Why? So I just found this backstage in the gimmick room. <laughs> the magic man gave it it's to like me. It's like damn management, you yeah, know? Say, it'd be cool if I <laughs> hid your shitty neck tattoo with this. <laughs> oh my god, that should be the stiff. He has to wear that forever. <laughs> all if he the loses. time. He can wear a choker all the time. <laughs> he probably would, too. Oh, absolutely. He's not a sadistic side. A little bit. Uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party come out to the ring. Uh, Matt Hardy says that the person uh, that attacked him uh, had a mask on, uh, and he may have been hit with a steel pipe or a bat. Was um, it T-Bar? It could have been T-Bar. could have been ball sags. And then Matt Hardy says, the more things change, the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he just fumbled over his whole line. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jericho comes out after being blamed by Matt Hardy because he, you know, I become, said, I become, I become, I become, I become. I'm over it, bro. I'm over the fucking song Judas singing Sid. shit. They have to pan in the crowd. Judas, Sid. I know, man. They got to do the whole f like cut the song down. <laughs> have, <laughs> have his intro be the chorus. <laughs> he should, he should come out of that song that TNA used that one time instead. What the one that by Fozzie? Yeah, just use a different uh, Fozzie song <laughs> every week. <laughs> Whatever, just stop him singing. That'd be, that'd be cool. Uh, Jericho comes out. He says, "I'm the million viewer man." He says, uh, I didn't hit you with this bat last week, but I can hit it, you with it right now. Uh, but instead, uh, the private party's talking shit to him, both members of the private party, uh, threatening Jericho. But Isaiah Cassidy is the one that lays down the challenge for a match next week. Uh, and he says, how about I make you my late champion, bitch? 
Oh, no, he did. Yeah, that line sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, what that the... was some real fucking bullshit. I was like, how come did, on, man. How did either Matt Hardy or Jericho not come up with something better for him to say? Bro, I threw him out of the shark and said, yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great line. Drop this one. This yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch always gets over. Just say bitch. Oh, oh yeah, man. Sammy Guevara returned. Also oh, yeah, he came out thing. and did, he just was there. They did the hug thing. Yeah. I don't know oh, what yeah, they like. Okay. I guess they're going to set up I for another like tag match. I actually like the Jericho and MJF stuff. Oh, the Jericho and oh, MJF yeah. stuff is fucking great. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of guys that uh, didn't know what to say on this show, Tony oh, Schiavone. Baby. Tony Schiavone has an interview with Tully Blanchard in FTR. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tully my favorite Blanchard. part of the night, man. I was fucking fired up watching this because this reminds me of the good old South. This is what I'm all about right here. It's Tully Blanchard he, he was Tully drunk. Blanchard, FTR <laughs> came out, baby, and it's time to announce their brand new stipulation. And it's the 20 minute time limit on all their matches. I think they, what they end up calling it? They said it's the uh, 20 minute brush with greatness. Brush with greatness. But Tully Blanchard had a fucking clue what it's called. So Tully Blanchard comes out. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to Tully Giovanni. And Tully Giovanni's like, all right, so what the fuck do you want me out here for? And he said, and now let me tell you something. You're going to come on down over here and I'm going to show you my boards right here. And Dax and Cash are like, up too. Dax and Cash are like, uh, yeah, so it's it's the 20 minutes. And Tully's like, and I'll tell you another damn thing. <laughs> He was, right, going go off. he was going <laughs> off, and I was all here for it, too. I was laughing the entire fucking segment. So Dash said, and Cash eventually start taking over the segment, but Tully keeps interrupting me. He's like, and he's then, then we had this them. fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. just, he just keeps leaning into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this rule. Uh, he says, legally, we will have 20, legally, we will have 20 minute limits on tag title matches on television. Next week, they're going to face SCU. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and let me tell you another thing, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> also, if SCU do not beat FTR, then FTR wins. <laughs> no, that's not exactly how that it works. is what he's you said. damn right. And another thing, Tony, there had this other thing I want to talk about. Okay, okay. So twenty minutes, the time runs out, they lose. Yes. Yeah, that's 20 this, 20 that. Back in my day. The way he they they it worded it they by saying, win, if they he... don't beat FTR, FTR wins. <laughs> Which I like better. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, and did I tell you said... next week we're facing off against SCU? <laughs> Thank you, Tully. Appreciate <laughs> this. Top guys out. <laughs> <laughs> they also called the best friends glorified backyarders. With that one, and they want a glorified backyard match. Best friends come out and say, "Let's do this shit right now." If you got you got your red panties on, let's do this now. And FTR, they're about to you know start the match, and FTR said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! We can't do this right now. It's not fair to you guys. You're not 100 percent." Uh, so top guys out. Tully said, "Yo, let me tell you something." <laughs> and that's it. That's the, that's what they said. They said that's a whole fucking segment. Everybody get the fuck out of the ring. And Tully said, "Well, yeah. wait one goddamn minute because I got another thing I wanted to say, anyways." <laughs> And then Chuck Taylor says, at least Santana and Ortiz didn't run away like a couple of weedies. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> uh, then we move on to the women's tag match. Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida taking on Ivelisse and Diamante. <sighs> so, this was not good. Hey, remember that opening tag match? Yeah, this was right there with it. This was all over the place again. Um, 
There's really yeah. not much more to say about it. No, um, I don't really have any. I I wish I had. I wish I had good things to say about it. Um, the one thing I do have to say about it is that at one point, Ivelisse and Diamante are doing stuff, and Tony Shavani's putting over like how well they work together and how they're a cohesive unit. Only for them to fuck up a <laughs> tag spot and then forget which one of them was legal and go for a pin. <laughs> I so. am not sure why they didn't just have Anna Jay and Tay Conti win the tag team thing. Um, I, don't I don't know. I don't think Ivelisse and Diamante work well together. Yeah, there was zero chemistry between either team, and there was also no chemistry between Ivelisse and Diamante. Yeah, they really have none whatsoever. Try to do tag team moves, it's not working. Try to do regular moves, it's not working. Sheeta and Rose are really trying their hardest to not have this, you know, just be a complete poop fest. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can't be having that kind of stuff when you only have one women's match every single show. Yeah, I mean, it was rough. Sheeta got the win with the running knee. Sadly, I don't think that's the end of it, though. No, it's not. Yeah. Um. Then we go on to the uh, Chris Jericho is being interviewed backstage. He's talking a lot of shit about Matt Hardy, and then MJF interrupts. And both of them uh, are putting over each other until they both at the same time remind each other that they called each other losers. <laughs> <laughs> and MJF's excuse uh, was that he wasn't calling Chris Jericho a loser. He was calling Tony Schiavone a loser. Or no, it wasn't the other way. He was calling the limo driver a loser because he almost crashed in the Chris Jericho's limo. And Chris Jericho's excuse was he was calling Tony Schiavone a loser, of course. Um, I love this stuff. I don't know where this ends up, but I love the I interaction do too. with these I two. I like this, too. They, I think they, I think they it, work together well. It's a weird dynamic. A bit, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking they did a little bit in the inner circle stuff back in... Yeah, because Jericho wanted, offered him a spot, right? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. There was like an in-ring the yeah. segment. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I just... That's I don't Again, I don't know where that leads to, but it is... Maybe it is they'll cool. eventually have a match at one point. I Maybe mean, they should put Wardlow on the show. I mean, this is very much John C. Riley and Will Ferrell skits, and I'm all in on it. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, um, yes, I also agree, Wardlow. I'm actually fucking fiending for Wardlow to beat the shit out of this dude. Is Wardlow even wrestling at all? Like any on any shows? No. Huh. He was earlier in the year. Yeah. He was but, killing uh, fools. Yeah, that yeah. big knee. Yeah, it's cool. Um, next week on Dynamite, we have Chris Jericho taking on Isaiah Cassidy. Britt Baker returns to the ring. Or just returns in general. I don't know if it's the ring. Uh, FTR taking on SCU in a 20-minute brush with greatness match. Ricky Starks takes on Darby Allen and John Moxley will be appearing. Uh, the October 7th show is the 30 Years of Jericho celebration. Mm-hmm. And they're still uh, advertising for October 14th AW title match Moxley against Lance Archer on hmm. the show they advertise okay. it. So All right. I guess it's still, yeah. I as mean, of right now, still lined up. All right. That sounds good. And in our main event of the evening for the AW World Championship, champion John Moxley takes on Eddie Kingston. And man, this match ruled. Yeah. They beat the uh, shit out of each other, man. They Mo- Eddie Kingston was going to kill him, and Moxley realized that very early on and had to kill him back. <laughs> <laughs> they also mentioned the Budokan in this match. <laughs> I <laughs> lost my mind. <laughs> This man I was said, so Budokan excited. Hall. And I said, oh yeah. my god. Oh, the Budokan. Yeah. That rule, <gasps> dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these guys were ch- chopping the fuck out of each other. Kingston was throwing boots. Moxley was laying in the lariats. Moxley hit him with a pile driver. They were trading suplexes. Even JR was on point here for the commentary. He was like putting Kingston over big. This just felt like a main event match. Uh, uh, 
fucking Moxley blocked the back fist uh, and put Kingston in a bulldog choke and just tried to take his head off and got the win. I mean, Didn't to be tap, fair, though. the... Uh, yeah, well, they protected him, which was cool. The um, Yeah. I mean, Eddie Kingston is everything that JR would ever like ever. So yes, yeah, that is true. That he's is a true. very he's. I mean, his nickname was the last of the dying, last of a dying breed. He's very old school style. He's just tough, rugged, bad motherfucker. Uh, and I th- that's what I and I feel like he pulled Moxley. Uh, like you know that's out of Mo- you know Moxley has been having real physical matches like that. I mean, he, you know MJF bled in their match, mm-hmm. um, but even the Brody match, like they were hitting each other but like i feel like this was the kind of moxley match that i uh wanted to see and that's just kingston, kingston's match kingston made this all in 24 hours it took yeah. it took a promo and that's yep. you know that's that's just how and that's i mean it goes to show how much they value him too at least i think or at least they know how his worth to just yeah. throw it you because know, usually and that's the good thing about aw is when there's replacements it's usually pretty fucking good replacements and they knew that kingston would deliver here and he absolutely did mm-hmm. Um, the Lucha Bros uh, come out after hit double super kicks on Moxley. Then Big Will Hobbs yes, comes out and fucking kills Phoenix with a spine buster. <laughs> She's like crazy. That's huge. Then, but then they hit double super kicks on Hobbs. Darby Dobby makes the save with the skateboard, trying to fend off uh, the Lucha Bros and Kingston. And Ricky Starks comes in and fucking <laughs> destroys Darby with a spear. <laughs> Darby this thing was is, nuts. It's always a 50-50 shot this guy's going to be here the next week. Yeah. <laughs> and then Taz also saunters out with his little shorts on. you damn right. <laughs> uh, and they end the show with a shot of Lucha Bros, Ricky Starks, and Kingston standing over everybody. Kingston is choking Moxley uh, as the show fades out. Fucking awesome ending to the show. I really loved everything about this. Eddie Kingston, number one. True. Give him the belt. Fuck it. Yeah, Ooh, fuck, yeah. man. I mean, like at some point, he definitely has to. Yeah, I hope so. But there you go. That was AEW Dynamite for uh, that week. Good stuff. Good main event. Yes. Uh, you guys want to look at the Apple ratings real quick? I think Let's we should it. because we are on the path to the five five nine. <laughs> Who can stop the path of five five nine? We are on the way, and hopefully, you guys can help us out. Uh, each week, we will pick. Some uh, reviews from the Apple reviews and read them out live on the show. So, hey, if you want a little little shout out on the show, Ski, ooh, send us an Apple review. We are at 505 five-star ratings. Ooh. And we got a couple of reviews. Uh, Dark Bahamut 95 True. said, for the boys. Good podcast. True. Very good podcast. He said, came for Johnny and stay for the absolute fun and chemistry you guys have. Hey. This has honestly re-sparked my interest in pro wrestling. And I'm going to start watching some stuff soon. Glad to finally support the boys. Hey, thank oh. you so much. Hey, that's that's pretty nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for the boy support. True. Uh Cameron fifteen fifty three said good podcast, very good podcast. <laughs> One of the Classic. absolute best podcasts I've ever listened to. Whoa. Listen every week wow. and look forward to new episodes to listen to. Been watching Pulse's stuff for years and Johnny and Tony absolutely crack me up on every episode and can't wait for Pulse to hard way someone to DPW. Oh, damn, okay. <laughs> You're right. We're going to catch this back business in DPW. Oh, Watch shit. Yeah, tell oh, him. Oh, my God. Tony's going to come out within 24 hours and say, you left me. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you signed into big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's going to come in. Oh, my God. That would actually rule. We got to do an invasion, Tony. It's time to bring back now. 
<laughs> oh, no, you fuck. sold your you sold your soul to the machine and my devil. <laughs> <laughs> That's you amazing. Respawn. Oh, oh no, shit. not respawn. Son of a bitch. Well, thank you guys uh, for all the support, man. We really do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you all so much, and I uh, hope you guys hang in next. Oh, shit. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go.